back in the day, you know, the Hogan's beefcakes, all them guys, they were all lazy. None of them cared. They were all too busy getting, you know, massive doing whatever, right. doing their thing, uh, and making a shitload of money. Now, for the first time ever, Vince had a bunch of young guys, hungry guys that ate, slept, slept, and drank the wrestling business, and then cared, and when he cared enough to, you know, and weren't afraid of him. Nobody else called him, you know, and he used to always tell me, he goes, the problem is, nobody tells me anything. You know, he goes, I hear something I hear three months later, four months later. You know, he said, if you get, he said, if you just tell me. So I just started being, you know, I just started being the guy that was honest with him. Something stunk. I said, that stinks. It sucks. Uh, we don't need to do a sync clap. Do you want to do no, a no. super kick party anyway? Yeah, why not? Super kick party. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. <sighs> Hi. I feel like I should think of a different way of saying your name. I've repeated that a few times now in different methods. Repetition works. We have we have young children. Repetition is apparently funny and also fun. True, true. Uh, how many cues are there in fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Again, a personal highlight from last week. <laughs> so today we do the WF Royal Rumble 1997. Uh, we are into what I would think of as almost like the end of phase one of this series of podcasts. Yeah, we're getting close to when... Sean throws his toys out the pram and WrestleMania yeah. 13 is thrown into shit. Mm-hmm. But this rumble is always going to be special. There's some good things in here. And most importantly, triple <laughs> yeah, sure. And also, when we get to it, a dubious elimination of one of the AAA boys. Mm-hmm. So I'm keen on your view of was it an actual elimination? <laughs> but we'll find out as we get to it. So do you remember last week I was like, there's a rumble where a guy eliminates themselves and it's not actually elimination. Like, yeah, it was this one. It was definitely this one. You were like, I think it's next week. I'm like, oh, we'll find out. It was definitely Bill Muscarus in this rumble. <laughs> and great to see a young Cibernetico, as JR would call him. Sure. He's wrestling at Triple Mania 30th anniversario at the end of this month. But we're not covering Triple Mania because the recent shows have been good. Yeah. It's, it's not funny if they're good. Triple A, lower your standards, yeah? Yeah. Then we'll spend seventeen ninety nine and pay fight the money to watch it maybe we should find like a mexican indie that's much worse but has oh, to cmll do <laughs> <laughs> fair some of their stuff's actually been pretty good as well like it that's it always feels more old worldy cmll mm. AAA feels a bit more modern and a bit more aggressive a bit more soap opery it's a nice segue into today's pod but like yeah you know they've got I mean? the marvel and the marvel mm. match isn't on fight though Hmm. did you see they, they booked arcano against arcano recently <sighs> two spideys they did the spot <laughs> they <laughs> did literally they? did the meme yeah. they got in the ring and both pointed at each other That's yes great. Uh, i love oh, gimmick wrestling so uh, but before we we get into this week's pod forbidden yeah. door mm. if i had a passport and yeah. trusted the uk passport system to actually get it to me in time it would be uh, viable <laughs> but i very much doubt in like eight weeks i can get me a passport yeah but all i will say Pick three of your dream matches that you want to see on that card. Okay, so people keep saying Punk Okada, and I'm like, what? Why? Dragon Okada? 100%. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Of course, Dragon Okada. Um, I would say Mox, Mox Ishii, but like, it's, it's kind of happened and it's kind of done, but I'm, I'm trying to think. Mox what... Tanahashi. I think, yeah, maybe. I'm just going to throw this one out there Orange Cassidy. Mm. Mr. Torayano. 
That could be a lot of fun. I think that'd be very fun. But does comedy wrestling work when it's two comedy wrestlers? Surely it'd be better if it was like Orange Cassidy and Minoru Suzuki. No. <laughs> I want, as I now am dubbing myself a comedy wrestler hmm. till I fully fledge properly tag with Matt. You know, Matt's got his world title. It's not world title. He's got his heavyweight title now. He's busy doing stuff. Obviously, I'll be there and we'll tag. But when we become a serious full-fledged tag team, sure. by the way, I have inquired about Beverly's replica gear for the July show. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just buy it to walk around the house. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Scorpio changed his gear for this show. Oh, I was like, you son of a bitch. Not cool anymore. Bloody face okay. turn. Okay, so three, right? So Okada Dragon main event, unquestionably. Um, well, without with the belt on the line. I mean, because then Okada's got to go over. Yeah, that's the problem. Or I suppose though, from a fit of, to show that AEW isn't like, look at us, look at us. But in New Japan's champion over one of your top stars on an AEW pay-per-view, what mm. a great way to build relations to it's, let Okada come back. It's not like it's a bad thing to lose to Okada. Mm. <laughs> you know, and then it sets up Dragon Gut. And then it sets up Dragon going to do Wrestle Kingdom next year for the rematch for the belt. Yeah. There's, there's so many there things. There you go. Right? I mean, there's the really obvious one. Omega Ibushi both returning at the same time to fight each other. There's just so much backstory there. No, they'll do Golden Lovers versus the Acclaimed. I mean, I'd be up for it. I think Golden Lovers FTR is really where it's Ooh, at. Like... I made a joke, but now when you said that, <laughs> that's what I want. Oh my sure, God. Exactly. Um, I think realistic, a third one. There's so many different variations. I bet they'll do something like Hangman versus Evil or Hangman versus yeah, Naito. Maybe. But this is the thing, and again, and I completely forgot about this. Like, oh, I think of all these matches Hangman could have. Hangman's probably already had a lot of these matches as part sure. of Bullet Club. Yep. So there's not going to be anything that's going to be overly new. That's the thing with New Japan is they're not going to give us three big singles matches, no matter how much Tony Khan may want them to. Yeah. They will have one main event singles match, Dragon Okada. It seems to make sense to me, but it'll probably be Hangman Naito. Or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they won't want to give us the main, main thing before they build the story to it. Osprey Punk? If they don't go Kenta Punk? I think Osprey Hangman is what they're going to do. Shame for Hangman, but... I mean, I, I know you have your issues with Billy, but that's going to be a fucking amazing match. I wouldn't put Osprey with Hangman because I think it would show up Hangman. Or does Hangman step up and we now come, come back the day after and be like, oh my God, did you see the stuff Hangman was doing to Billy? I don't know. No, Billy goes up, Hangman just boff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Easy. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, again, Dragon Okada, I think I'd like to see Suzuki versus Miro. Hey, man. Because that would be Miro's, If Miro's fit and ready to go, definitely. If he's not, give him six months. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I was I was going to say FTR against a um, a Evil and Sonada reunion. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. Evil's off doing his semi goth bullet club nonsense. At the but moment, I'm the so. leader. Yes. <laughs> Look at me. It's not quite kicked into place, you know. Um, th- there is the one thing that um, I would absolutely love to see, which I think we've always kind of waited to see. Brie Bella is, <laughs> yeah, of course, is um, Gorillas of Destiny against someone bullet clubby or something Ooh. to that so it'll probably be um uh, fish and o'reilly but like could be young bucks could be you know whoever there's a bunch of opportunities there but i want to see girls destiny in AEW. 
Yeah. I think their raids are jumped from New Japan. Wait like, a minute. Aren't of... they the tag team champs in WWE? <laughs> you Samoan racist. Oh. <laughs> Vince? <laughs> it's like like, let me... the room. No, I'm just going to call them <laughs> of destiny now. That's what I do to these teams. All right. So today we're doing the WF Raw Rumble 1997. Everyone loves a rumble. So did you know the tagline of the uh, VHS, bo- VHS box art and the poster and such? Do you see this? No. Okay. So the tagline, I did a bit of research this week. I actually care about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that no more Mr. Nice Guy next to a photo of Shawn Michaels. Right? Hang on a minute. Now, Ooh. this leads me to, we kind of skipped over a little something. So I, when I was laying out the narrative of the episodes we would do for this story or whatever i was very much focused on bits that are exclusively brett and sean yeah but in survivor series 96 uh sid beat sean for the belt and that kind of led us into last week's pod right um i don't know if you know this i didn't know this until i'd watched a little something about it um at that time when sean's meant to be big baby face jose fakes the heart attack and sid wins the belt from sean etc sid gets gigantic face pops sean gets booed out of the building wow i did not know this but this where a- was the vent where was survivor series held madison square garden Whoa. <laughs> and you're like okay so suddenly a lot of from last week and stuff leading this makes a bit more sense yeah vince has gone okay He's not going to work. Oh, maybe Sean's gone. I'm not going to work as a just legit straight baby face in 96, 97. Hence why they've got this kind of like tweener stuff going on, <laughs> you know? I mean, it also shows, again, if they're trying to dangle the carrot, no more Miss Nice Guy for HBK, but also yeah. no more Mr. Nice Guy with Brett. Yeah, maybe so. As we see throughout this show. So it, it's weird that. They're forcing the Brett thing, which we'll obviously get into tonight. There's a big thing that happens with Brett. Um, but they're not just going full babyface with Sean either. So there's this question where, you're like, what is Vince thinking? Like, they're not making money. The pay-per-views aren't selling. They're not doing blah, blah, blah. This did a quarter of a million buys. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> In terms of attendance, at least, it's pretty good. Over 60,000 people. It looks, I mean, paid. Well, Ticketed. yeah, that's the thing. Papered. The story goes that the ticket started out at about 30 odd dollars, I think, in 96. 97 was a lot of money. And they ended up coming down to about, you know, buy one, get one, three, a $2.99, <laughs> or whatever. Free ticket at a 7 Eleven. Yeah, obviously that's an exaggeration, but yeah. yeah, they were practically giving away tickets for this last minute because it just wasn't selling. Doesn't matter, though, at the end of the day. Bet the concessions did well. Yeah, with sure. sixty thousand people in there. I imagine they made a shitload of money on this one. And that again, yeah, you know, this is the same. Um, hate to give him any credit because he's a piece of shit. But how PCW do their shows? They not sometimes they're like free entry into these big nightclub like venues, but obviously they up the prices of all the drinks. Yeah. So if you've got four hundred people in there and everyone buying an inflated Pepsi and not an adult beverage. You're going to make a fuck ton of money, more than you would through trying to sell tickets where only like 30 people would pay. Sure. I mean, that's the trick with um, cinemas and such. Mm. Like, like I work for Cineworld part, partly because of my job. And um, tickets are cheap as chips nowadays. You can get a cinema for like three, four quid. But like, you want to buy a drink, it's like 19 pounds. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Not at the good old Picture House Cinema in Westgate-on-Sea. Yeah, support your independent cinemas. Please do, like genuinely, if you like a bit of movie. You don't watch movies, but... <laughs> I, hey, I sometimes go to the cinema for a nap. Three pounds for a normal seat. Four pounds for a lounge seat. <clears throat> yeah, Cineworld wouldn't let us film music videos in their cinemas. Yeah, you know? bastards. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, well and also you know we should probably start putting like a blue dot over one of the people in those music videos now he's in prison <clears throat> hello hmm. Crashgate. oh yeah wow is he in that video he is in the crowd is he actually in prison now as well i've heard he is in prison wow deserve and 19th of january 1997 <laughs> live on pay-per-view from the alamo dome in san antonio texas the home of the boyhood dream sean michaels and the undertaker <laughs> san antonio uh, texas all the same death valley yeah sure yeah parts unknown yeah one of those uh apparently this is the second largest paid attendance to date that's from uh jr's podcast a guy called paul bromwell was interviewing him okay and it's, it's quite a convoluted way of phrasing it the second largest paid attendance today not resting attendance or really pay-per-view attendance but just paid attendance and that's like hmm, i'm not sure that's legit but i think it might be like wf Record breaking, whatever you know. Sixty thousand I mean? people paid in some description for a ticket. Apparently so. So commentary are Vincent Mann, Jerry Lawler, and Jim Ross, as we've had the last few weeks. Nice trio. Yeah, really, really great. Again, uh, the one of my favourite things about this is this commentary team. Jim Ross is just getting better and better every week. And even the king is palatable. Yeah. He's he's at the end of you know he's he's proper new gen heel commentator. Yeah, doing the whole. I was speaking so and so backstage. I know the scoop. It's like. I love that from Heenan. Yeah. And like the fact that I've still got a bit of this coming from Lawler with a bit more birth of attitude era. Yeah, there were some very um, not helpful lady comments which were made during the... Uh... Dude, tons. Like, we've been discussing how attitude era are we getting. This is it. This one has four or five big, mm. bullshitty, soap opera, very sexist, very raunchy moments. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not Sable whipping a knocks out or whatever, you know what I mean? But we're getting there almost. Mm. Anyway, so the pay for you buy rate is 0.72, whatever the fuck that means. I'm sure it was great. Yeah, great. Um, so um in terms of what happened between it's your time, it's your time? It's your time. It's your time. <laughs> That's why Vader got dropped. You just fucked up your it's gimmick. It's your time. It's your time. It's your Vader time. <laughs> How many cues are in Farouk? <laughs> How many V's in Vader? <laughs> no. uh, that doesn't work. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, we were on 15th December 1996. Obviously, Rumble's now 997. After Sean screwed Brett, obviously, because fuck oh, Sean standard. Michaels, uh, in Brett's title match versus Sid. Uh, the next night on Raw, Brett cuts a promo on Sean. Sean then also cuts a promo on Brett. Fairly innocent still. We're not shooting quite yet, so that's why we kind of skipped over those yeah. little bits because it's like we're not going to do a whole episode of Crappy Raw <laughs> just to talk about <laughs> Sean and Brett talking for 30 seconds on each other. But on the December 30th of Raw, there's a face-to-face between the two. Um, it's, it's still fairly innocent, but heated at this point. Sid is still the champ. Triple H is still the Intercontinental champ. Owen and Bulldog are still the tag champs. And they are feuding with Austin, weirdly. Well, we did see a bit of Austin and Bulldog in like the... Um... In the last episode we covered on the pod, uh, yeah. if you didn't listen, listen to one of our archives at wordofwrestlingpodcast.com or follow us on Elon Musk's Twitter at <laughs> go fuck yourself, PCness <laughs> at Word of Rest Pod. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting that they've kept that going. So very, very good in terms of consistency the last few weeks, I, yeah. think, I thought. Basically, the last, we're almost up to a year's worth of WF now. Really consistent storytelling. Makes sense. It's nice to have long-term storytelling with a payoff. Yeah. Do you want to know what's happening in Nitro tomorrow night? Please do. So, just got the matches down. 
Jericho defeated Party Boy. Alex Wright. Oh, I thought you meant like Jackass. No, I was like, wait, hang no. on. 97. <laughs> Scotty Riggs defeated NWO Sting. Fair enough. Uh, Arn and uh, Captain Penetrate defeated Eddie Guerrero and Jeff Jarrett. Interesting tag. Ultimo Dragon defeated Dean Malenko to retain the cruiser. Bet that was good. Regal beated Jacques Rougeau. Yeah, I bet that was fun To retain well. the WCW title. The random names that come up in WCW. Yeah. It's not ever who you expect it. You expect just like the consistent like four or five names that bring up in like documentaries and stuff. But like Jacques Rougeau. You mean the father-son <laughs> commentary team for the French announce table gets to at the Rumble? Sure, yeah. But we also had uh, Kevin Sullivan beating Benoit. Right. So we're still in that feud. Duggan beated Carl Ouellet. Okay, yep, yeah, sure. Who I believe is Maurice's father. Oh, nice. Uh, Masahiro uh, Shono defeated Dave Taylor. Scott Hall defeated wow. Booker T. Like, Chono and Taylor are still there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so weird. What was the Booker T one? Uh, Scott Hall beat Booker T. Okay, cool. Lex Luger defeated Stevie Ray. There's some WCW for you. <laughs> Dark main event. Okay. Luger defeated Hogan by DQ in a WCW title match. It's like WrestleMania all over again. SummerSlam yeah. all over again. Boo-ish. SummerSlam, WrestleMania? What's the one where he beat? Uh, that was SummerSlam where he beat Yoko by DQ. And then celebrated like he won the belt because he's a moron. <laughs> and I'm just going to see uh, what hardcore TV was. For some reason, I've lost my uh, my notes. Sorry. So I'm going to. It's the 21st of Jan 1997. <laughs> ECW Hardcore TV. Okay, right. ECW. So, ECW. There is. Here are our matches. We had three matches this week, so obviously quite a slim show, but mm-hmm. an hour show. Brian Lee defeated Supernova. Fake Kane, you mean. <laughs> Stevie Richards defeated Axel Rotten. Okay. And we had a title match. Raven retained. Oh, no, shit. No, he didn't. He kept the belt because it ended in a no contest between him and the Sandman. Interesting. Commentary provided by Joey Styles. Yeah. Oh my god! (laughs) Can you do that, Joey? Um, So, this this week, maybe I'd be watching WCW out of that. That was quite a fun card. Yeah, I think it'd be... And and you were still only at a two-hour Nitro. Mm. Although, we've got a fallout of a rumble to go against it, where someone, at this stage of their career, it's like, I was like, oh! So that's who won. <laughs> and then I started thinking, hang on a minute. Doesn't winner of the Rumble get a hang on a minute? Yeah. Booking's about to get wafty. Let's get into it. Let's get there. So Skull for the Skull God intro. Uh, WF one, sorry, the World Wrestling Federation, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. It's delightful. Uh, I'm just going to play the opening video package. It's pay-per-view. For Shawn Michaels, it's always been about being champion. Sure, he was branded cocky, flamboyant, a brazen showman in his youth. But the heart of a champion was always there. And when he defeated Bret the Hitman Hart at WrestleMania 12, it was truly the consummation of a boyhood dream. But the true defining moment of Shawn Michaels' brilliant career may have been etched in defeat. Last November in Madison Square Garden, the dream was shattered at the hands of Psycho Sid. But for Shawn, that was of secondary concern. That night, the boy toy grew up, displaying compassion and humanity. He cared less for the title than for the welfare of his fallen mentor. Tonight, it's not about ego or accolades. There's more than just the championship at stake. 
Tonight, it's about justice, redemption, a rebirth of sorts. For tonight, San Antonio's favorite son returns home older, wiser, innocence lost. Tonight, the favorite son returns home a man. So, Sean's a dick, but what a champion. He's an outstanding champion. He's <laughs> fighting tooth and nail to retain the gold it's championship such, such a weird concept like ah oh, everyone's a dick look this person's a dick sean's especially a dick but we want him to be our face champion so oh look at him sean's a dick so we booked him in front of sixty thousand of his family sure sure and i'm surprised that we didn't get that from joe on, uh, sorry um lawler on commentary oh here's henry godwin he's amongst sixty thousand of his brothers and sisters <laughs> <laughs> his, bro- yeah, his brother dad i guess it's okay because he's also a southerner yeah good old southern justice yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so um it's a really really short video package it's literally just short it's the rumble well it, it's it's based around sean michaels he's on mm. the obviously he's on the cover of the video it's his rumble yeah. the fact that the rumble isn't the main event at the rumble irks me but that's because yeah. the, the the champion should go on last yeah sure i agree um so got a bunch of dark, dark tags here <laughs> so <laughs> strap in it's just triple a we've got um do you know these no okay so we've got paraguayo jr uh and venom versus manny arco and mosco de la merced yeah. oh merson yeah. played for arsenal right Indeed. He and, did. Aston yeah, Villa. Yeah. and middlesbrough I'm doing the drinking meme. <laughs> did, it's all good. Uh, we had another dark six man tag because obviously Triple A. Abismo Negro, am I allowed to say that? Heavy Metal. Dorito! <laughs> Abismo! Heavy Metal and Hysteria versus Blue Demon Jr. on the pre show. Who, who, who wouldn't rest in the Rumble because he couldn't go over? Octagon? Yeah. <laughs> what? These big names. And Tinny Blast Jr. or whatever his name is. Oh, so, Tinny Blasty Jr. <laughs> so there is one other. <laughs> so there's also uh, on the free-for-all, which we have every week now, which mm. is like the pre-show, essentially. Yeah. We have Mini Mankind and Mini Vader versus La Parquita and Mascarita Sagrada Jr. Like the classic like minis. Oh, such. yes. I would have loved to have seen that. I mean... <laughs> Good old Mini Mankind and Mini Vader. Do you remember them? But I remember the minis being a part of like some of these these matches, but I don't yeah. remember Mini Mankind. Dude, when we start to get into Latin 97, I'm fully expecting a bunch of minis matches. Like, so know, happy. Man. Yeah, and also, um, you know. Oh, God, it would have been funny if I remember his name off the top of my head. Takamishinoku. He's small. Sorry. I will always enjoy the t- work of Tucker and Kantai purely for the Mr. Yamaguchi son. Hi, choppy, choppy, your peepee. It's good stuff, man. Absolutely. No. Um, so, you know, when they get to the AAA tag match later, you mean when the crowd go really quiet because they're um, respectfully watching the Mexicans wrestle? Of course. Just, just to, just to throw it out there, that's the fourth AAA six-man tag they've seen this evening. Well, tag they've seen this evening so it makes a bit more sense when you're like oh that's why they don't care because they've seen three of these botchy nonsenses <laughs> earlier i back. mean they saved the best of the main card <laughs> of course we'll get to it, obviously <laughs> so sponsored by starburst fruity twists uh cowboy graphics still opal the... fruits 
I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in 97, there would have been opal fruits to us. Should have best been opal fruits in 97. Mm. I wonder if they were to our American friends. Tweet us at World of Rest Pod. Did you have Starburst in 97 or did you have opal fruits? And when did your Snickers revert from a marathon? Mm, sure. Also, when did... Um, what did we have before Walkers? Walkers. Uh, no, there's a certain time period in our life. We had Golden Wonder. And Golden Wonder walkers. is a brand of... No, no, Golden Wonder is still around. <sighs> it wasn't a Walkers brand. Maybe I've got this wrong. Now you you sound very convinced. That's why I'm like... Oh, Golden okay. Wonder is still available in several, several uh, <laughs> local shop establishments. Okay, good to know. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Cowboy graphics, silver sparkly pyro, only above the ring. Health and safety. Couldn't make those texts and think there are guns. I mean, yeah, sure... <laughs> That's lots of lots of school shooting jokes here, but like, <laughs> but like they on the roars and the pay for you to watch. There's been pyro on the stage and pyro in the ring, but instead they've got this. It's like a lighting rig that's on. A it's a pyro rig, mechanical thing that kind of falls down and like gets literally to the the level of the ring ropes at times and such. It's not doing that here. It's just doing spooky. But remember, they, they had that because that's when we started getting the um the poor the curse spelt Sid like spooky pirate just came down from the pyro ring. Sure, wasn't that a separate ring to this? Wasn't it just its own thing? I mean, WWM rigging shouldn't really be mentioned in any sentences together. Fair point, sir. Um, I mean, it did make me question how short they are on money if they're just having one set of pyro. For the main intro you don't make millions by sp- splashing the cash it's the same mm. reason why people shat all over them for releasing all those talent they weren't using and now mm. they make over a billion dollars of turnover sure they're not stupid but in, in 96 97 i never really questioned the product looking cheap this is the first time i looked at it and i was like it doesn't look spectacular i wonder if because of the size of the alamo dome if they just had it at one side, a lot of fans wouldn't have got the benefit of it, whereas at least being above the ring is a central focus. Sure. But there's nothing on the stadium. There's nothing by the entranceway. There's nothing in ring. It is a terrible... It's not an in-your-house. No. It's not like what we're going to see at Mania 13 with glass shatters and things like that. It's no big spectacular entranceway. It's just a, an entranceway. Yeah. It, it looks cheap. No thought put into it. But again, maybe it was last minute because they might have thought, shit, we haven't sold this out. We're going to have to find a smaller venue. Let's not spend money costing out like a st- proper staging for it. Makes sense, yeah. And also they spent all that money on the AAA talent. <laughs> Blue Demon Jr. probably <laughs> they cast didn't the entire get a penny. stage. <laughs> <laughs> they did not get paid this evening. Payments don't exist in Mexico. <laughs> Snuck him over the border. Didn't even pay for that, you know. <laughs> it's the WF Royal Rumble Sean edition. Cue the cowboy music. I wonder whether you get this reference. He wore a blazing saddle. No? I assume that's from a film called Blazing oh, Saddles. It is. The sheriff is a... Uh, Vince, welcome to, to the show. Someone will find that very funny. <laughs> if you had the context, you find it great, but it doesn't matter. Um, I understand that films can be funny. Cool. If, you, if ever you were going to watch a film upon a recommendation from me, there'll be two. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? No. Okay, Pulp Fiction is a film you should just just see because it's just like a masterpiece of art um and blazing saddles <laughs> masterpiece of art it really is yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it blows my mind and uh yeah blazing saddles because it's the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life i did once go to cinema and watch the um um what was it the not the magnificent seven was it magnificent or oh, whatever a tarantino movie thing. yeah oh the um 
something seven. Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. Which is not the greatest movie in the world. It wasn't a great use of my time. No, it's very long. Lovely. um, I think I had like a crispy M&M's. Oh, nice. So without, we should take too much of a detour. We've got a lot to get through. Um, That movie, Tarantino uh, was basically offered um, a ton of money by the studio if he would make it PG and about 90 minutes. And he went... (laughs) nah that's all right and so he made it like three and a half hours long and very very x-rated and did it on like a nothing budget it was quite gunny yeah sure it's lots of just like here are some trees in the snow for five minutes you know? it's a long snow scene at least yeah. kill bill had pie may with his wonderful long beard sure have you seen the entirety of kill bill one past one two um which one's got pie may in it yes so Vince Walker, this is the show. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the 1997 April O'Neil. <laughs> Uma Thurman and her April O'Neil get up. The the, the, the reporter in Turtles who wore like the, the yeah, yellow jumpsuit. Sure. What are you talking about? Well, that's what Uma Thurman wore in Kill Bill in the yellow onesie. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah. Do you know what this actually a reference to? No. Okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> Bruce Lee. So Bruce Lee in his famous like kung fu flick wore the yellow jumpsuit with the black stripes on the side. That's what it's actually meant to be a reference to. But yes, you are correct. It's the same colour as April O'Neil's clothes. <laughs> Watch a Turtles movie once. Had April O'Neil in it. <laughs> Which Turtles movie? Uh, the, the, the real live action one, not the animated one, back okay. in the 90s, where okay. they did the slide thing down on the, the Donatello stick down on the zipline thing. Okay, the good one. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's fun. It's got a shredder in the thing, and it's like old and... Arukosaki. It's got Kevin Nash's... Yeah, shredder. Shredder, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, and also, I did watch Suburban Commando, where the Undertaker went through the toilet. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Vince, welcome to the show. Welcome everybody to the 1997 Royal Rumble. We are live from the magnificent Maladome. <laughs> Mal- 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 oh yeah, sure. <laughs> An equally magnificent. He said magnificent twice. Mm, slipping. It's magnificent. No, he's politicianing. He's thumb over the top finger. Magnificent, <laughs> magnificent, magnificent. <laughs> and then goes. And beautiful San Antonio, Texas, because he's like, oh, bollocks, said the same thing twice. Uh, yeah, again, straight to the point. It's great. Better than Michael Cole. Yeah, I, I am enjoying... Co- the, the good thing about the commentary in this run so far is that other than a bit of lecheyness from Lawler to build in the Attitude Era, yep. this is really, really nice commentary. I haven't, I haven't been upset by it at all in this run. Sure. So, uh, don't want to spoil the moment, but you know how we were talking about JR has some semi heel, semi face stuff last yep. week? He's almost entirely dropped the gimmicky heel stuff and is just starting to be JR. And we're not talking like WCW JR either. This is a different JR to what I remember because WCW JR is, JR is a bit cheesy, a bit, oh, folks, we're here today, blah, blah, blah. Here. He's, he's Stanford, Connecticut trained JR. It, it's like they've let him loose. This yeah. is the first time I really felt like, oh, okay, there's the JR. Well, I think this is now the part where Vince is like, right, I'm going to be stepping away from the... I know he's obviously had some time away and he, he was back, but I know yeah. he's... The plan is like, I'm going to step away from the booth and now let's see how JR can run as JR rather than the third man in the booth. Did you start to get an inkling of, ah, oh, this guy next to me in the commentary booth is a bit better than me at this job? No, no one, <laughs> no one would be better than Vince. Huh? I mean, if you think about it, JR, by God, and Austin, Austin, Austin. Yeah. 
What a maneuver. Unbelievable. You're comparing <laughs> intelligent storytelling to cliched one-liners. Yep. And what do people always throw out there? <laughs> they don't go, oh, no, remember no, how... No, it's <laughs> not about what people throw out there. It's what makes you feel the emotion in the moment. JR's the king Unbelievable. What a maneuver. Oh, come on. And no point in comedy where I go, bagard. Sean at the end of this night is doing the thing. And Vince is just every two minutes going, unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable champion, etc. Et unbelievable. Like, oh, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it actually got a bit much for me at times. But I still think they're both great. I just think we're finally starting to see Joe, and I'm really, really looking forward to six, seven months' time when we get to watch an episode of Raw where it's just uh, Lawler and King. Mm. Lawler and King, they're the same person. Lawler and JR and see how this is developed because this is really fun little side yeah. plots going and, on. And they're, and they're a great, when we get to JR and King, it's a great heel-face commentary dynamic. It works yeah, really well. For, yeah. And again, probably saved a lot of the bad things in the Attitude Era because they paved over it with their, yep. their own storytelling. Yeah, absolutely so first up there's some shitty audio issues blah blah we'll just skip over and, and again for the second show in a row mm. Vince McMahon mentions they're having issues on the streams and on their on their yeah. on their feeds the bloody clock doesn't work for the first few entrances in the rumble and you're like it, it makes a difference because you don't get the crowd chanting down counting down and the big pop Terry Funk didn't give a shit about the clock did he oh, no absolutely not three <laughs> Comes two up. Terry Funk's here <laughs> WF Intercontinental Championship match to open the show. Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helms, a middle class cunt himself. Hello. With with <laughs> that's the joke, obviously. <laughs> with someone who will be announced in a moment, who is the uh Hunter's the current Intercontinental Champion, versus Goldust, who is accompanied by Marlena. So face Goldust tags. Mm, well, he as you would be after you've had your face kicked in by Piper at the Hollywood back bum brawl. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big change in less than a year. It's a lot less controversial. It's a lot more timid. You get this weird oh, pre-match video, video thing. Are you, are you, yeah. are you queer? Yeah. No. It's so weird. So Lawler's interviewing Goldust just for some context. And th- they want to make him babyface by reassuring the audience that he's not gay. It's weird. You're like, huh? Like, could anything be more attitude here? Vince McMahon, we need a face can't be hey king go out there and ask, ask him, him if he's queer <laughs> like what the hell imagine if gold does a turn around going yep yeah at least he didn't ask him if he's a faggot which i thought is Jesus. what was gonna happen i thought that's what was gonna happen because like that's pure actually that's happened on tv there's that clip of um road dog in tna literally going i'm gonna kill this faggot or whatever and you're just like did he just say what I thought he said? Like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, this isn't a time of wrestling that even at that time, it's like, this, no. It's yeah, fuck no, man. well over, well over. TNA crossed the line with that one. <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, Vince reassures us that Goldust was just misunderstood all along. He's bizarre. <laughs> Not the only one who's bizarre this evening. <laughs> Actually, Back onto the gold dust thing. Yeah. Someone asked me after the Lockhorn show, like one of the parents, because obviously I was doing a lot of uh, flamboyant stuff because that's sure. Tax Williams' character. And one of the parents, <laughs> one, one of the parents said to me, it was like, so what's it like to be a um, big be, be, be gay wrestler? Please tell me you just went along with it. <laughs> I said, it's great being around all those bodies and walked away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you this last week. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, do right. What's it like to be a gay wrestler? And I probably should have said, 
I'll call my brother. <laughs> she just got. I get to touch dudes. What do you think? <laughs> like it's I, great. <laughs> I, I was really disappointed the other day when my mum my mum visited at the weekend. Yeah, and she's getting to the age now where sometimes she mistakes some of my achievements, my brother's achievements, and vice versa. Right. Sure. I mean, I remember when Ben was in that metal band. <laughs> my brother was in a Steps tribute act. <laughs> nice, nice, awesome. Uh, yeah, most most of the like you know embarrassing things that happen to my sister become mine <laughs> and most of my achievements become oh Catherine did this marvelous thing for me and i'm like i did that like i put that wall up <laughs> like that was me <laughs> my mum attributes uh discovering lincoln park hey nice <laughs> i got you into them <laughs> oh that's good stuff man i love how your parents are, like utterly convinced about something and it's like it's just legitimately nowhere near what happened <laughs> And I like to think that sometimes my mum says she listens to this podcast. So, Helen, mother, if you're listening. Hello. Fair play to her. My nan's will, hmm. as she's broken family convention, is to split it not only between her children, but also the grandchildren. Yes, thanks. I was quite excited because I'd quite like to get the garage more done. More kids, more money. <laughs> <laughs> my mum was politics and got it back to just her and her brothers. Oh, Jesus. My Jesus. mother has politics me out of a, a garage conversion, a nice podcast studio. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, so See, it catches on in modern conversation. Yeah, but yeah. God, mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, right. So Gold Dust here gets his sparkly confetti that he gets mm. for every show, right? But they don't clean it up. So every single match tonight, someone has some gold spotty sparkles on their back. I mean, again, <laughs> see Lockhorn Wrestling. <laughs> Also, oh, just, just so I've annoyed the hell out of me, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Just so you know, as well, a lesson for the learn: SCPW cleanup crew always swept up the day of the show. Hell yeah! Lockhorn Wrestling went back the next day. Don't let the gold confetti sit on the church floor for too long. Big gold spots that Keith Chaos had to get on his hands and knees and scrub for an hour. Uh oh! <laughs> it's almost like he knew. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a brief video package: uh, Intercontinental Champion Triple H, Goldust segment, which we talked about. So Triple H basically tries to kidnap Marlena at some point to distract Goldust, and you're like, "Is that okay? Can he do that, Joey?" Don't hate the player, hate the game. What is this story? He's trying to steal women. He's trying to steal Sable. He's trying to steal Marlena. Triple H loves the honeys. Well, Triple H has... As in the girl band from the 90s. <laughs> Triple H has gained himself a bodyguard. We've got Mr. Hughes yeah! by his side this time. I bloody love cool. Mr. Hughes, but I liked him more when he was white shirt, suspenders, nice hat, Mr. Hughes. Not a guy I have a lot of reference for. Oh, really? Like I don't really remember seeing him wrestle or in the ring. Like He's always kind of around. I but... think he managed Shawn Michaels at one point as well. I seem to remember that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I swear I've seen him on like some sort of WCW, NWA, indie type things in the past and such. Maybe Big I'm lad. Good bodyguard character. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Triple H has kind of been on the bit of a search for a bodyguard. So... Sable, Marlena... <laughs> Mr. Hughes. I was thinking more he had headache, perfect, you know. But he then retrospectively ran over his knee when he turned on he him did, to get him out of yeah. the company. It just, it just it was the same thing, but just like, you know, did it similar, but later. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about I'll it. I'll hurt you now in case you need to leave the company. <laughs> so that didn't work out. He's now got Mr. Hughes, which I hate to spoil it, but maybe doesn't work out as well. And then it does start to you start to go, ah, Maybe he is after a woman and a bodyguard. They're like, Triple H will take both. He's hardcore. (laughs) 
Mr. Hughes and Marlene at the same time. Ooh. I don't know where we're going. I'm with not going to be in the middle of this human centipede. <laughs> also, another movie I've semi watched. Okay, cool. Have you watched the whole thing? No, because it got okay. to the part where the Japanese man said, Shit, I'm going to shit. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. at that stage, I was like, I suck it out. I was like, Sci fi channel's not for me at 2 a.m. <laughs> I stuck that film out. Um, I originally saw that film when I got to the bit with the pool at the end, which you maybe you haven't seen. No. Okay, because you haven't seen the whole movie. And so I then actually went to the beginning of the film, watched it all the way through because I found that bit so intriguing. I was like, what? What's happening? <laughs> I couldn't work it out. What's I was like, I have here? to see the context to get to this bit. So there we go. Um, so Triple H still walking to the ring as Goldie runs out and jump starts the match. Fun way to start the paper. Yeah, good. Um, and also. Good face heat. I'm not waiting. That's like Randy Savage levels of face baby pop. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's it's baby face pop even, not a face baby pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I got you, man. So like, it, it, you would think it would be tricky to get Goldust over as a face considering how good of a heel he's been. Like, and, oh, it's kind of a weird one. But um, Triple H is so astonishingly good at his job. Like, he does such a good job of getting face pops for gold dust here. Like, the match isn't the greatest, and it kind of dies down at times, but there's an opener for the pay-per-view, not throwing all the spots away for everyone else, like, you know, um, Scorp and Al Snow did last yeah. week, for example. It's really fun. Yeah, good opener. So- a solid opener. He said nothing to really, you know, sing about, nothing to really shout about. Yep. Not the sort of match we're going to go, you know what, I'm going to go and watch again. The fact that, like, again, I haven't even looked at my notes because there's nothing overly, from a wrestling standpoint, that... Not really. The finish the finish is really well worked. Yeah, solid opener. Yeah, There's there's almost bits where you can work out Goldust working out how to be a face as this character. It's like, he literally just goes, come on, at times, like he's full Brit rest. Proper you know? Dustin Runnels. Yeah, she really, really is. Um, get on the back of a hay truck Dustin that's where you'll get your face pop <laughs> and there's little yeah sure god I would love to do that stuff I wonder if I can get no there's no way I can do that in modern Brit rest <laughs> we'll get a hay truck in. in the back of a van fight <laughs> going around the ring road in Canterbury <laughs> I tried to do a music video like that once but like it didn't work out predicting the fall uh, who was I going to do it with I think it was TRC or someone like that oh, okay I was like pitching them big ideas because I was like, look, this would be really fun and really dangerous. <laughs> really dangerous. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I tried to get um, FDR to do some stuff. FDR? No. Yeah, Feed the Rhino. Feed the Rhino. Yeah, that yeah. was weird because, you know, the yeah. tag team thing. But Feed the Rhino. <laughs> I was trying to convince Ollie to do some music video stuff. But like, you know, they had their own thing. That worked out well. Anyway, <laughs> such a point. <laughs> <laughs> he's never gonna listen to this it doesn't matter uh so triple h is in regal uh maroon tights this evening very nice lovely lovely touch to his former current mentor i guess they're in wcw yeah we're kind of like you know etc etc so we talk a lot about the whole is this the attitude era bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. There are many, many occasions on this show and have been kind of building up over the last few shows where there is opportunity disqualifications tax. We don't need disqualifications in BritRest. Hmm. It's BritRest. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so they use the steel steps five, six times directly in front of Baby Earl. Like, damn it, Hebner, disqualify this man. It's not a foreign object. It's just there. Come on. It's steel. Inverted commas. Yeah, justification. <laughs> it's it's there. It's not illegal use for an object. It's just in the way. Sure. 
So the like idea if you is rolled this. someone down a bowling alley and they hit Skittles, the Skittles are <laughs> a legal weapon. They're just there. Collateral damage. <laughs> Such a weird reference. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it's 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 definitively this attempt at being more edgy. Yeah. You know, like we'll let a few things go. It'll be fine. We won't do disqualifications anymore. Unless, you know, we need it for the main event finishes or whatever. Uh, yeah, and also AAA are here, so no disqualifications. I mean, there's no rules when it comes to AAA. Okay. They don't know what the fucking <laughs> rules are. What are the rules? Uh, Vince tells us George and Adam have been thrown out the building. Great. Literally. Who are George and Adam? <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. Because <laughs> later on, it was like, you know, they've camped here all week to get tickets and security for him out of the business. Well, maybe, maybe we can get this misunderstanding sorted out. And we never hear about it again. No. Nope. It's one of many occasions where they just cut to something random halfway through a match, tell us about it with no context whatsoever, and then come was, back to the match. Was it again like another, like, let's cut to the crowd, here's a singer? I think it's one of these, yeah. Um, I've got those notes about how great the selling is, but who cares? Uh, Marlena Cam, every time she's on the screen, the crowd go, ah, boobs, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, Lola goes, I love that outfit, brings out the bust in her. <laughs> Best in her. <laughs> Attitude <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, we cut to Todd Pettengill interviewing some country music douchebag who does some singing. Um who didn't look like he was prepared to do singing. Absolutely, yeah. The match is building to the finish at this point. We've got a celebrity. We're mainstream. Could we not wait till the match is over? We've got a quarter of a million pay-per-view buys. That's We've got a so celebrity. Stupid. Fuck it out, Kevin Dunn. It's great to be here in San Antonio, Texas. Not at the Royal Rumble then. <laughs> That's a, what, I'm confused. The, 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 the singer was oh. like, oh, how are you finding it? Oh, it's great to be in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. But what about this? Yeah, it's such such a good time. Here's my song. I, I, I want money. Famous. <laughs> we are never, ever, ever. Oh, it wasn't Taylor Swift. <laughs> the crowd start to kind of die off a little bit, to be honest. But then Goldie starts smacking the mat and going, come on. And it gets pretty fun. Uh, Hughes slides the belt to Triple H. Marlena up to distract Triple H. Hunter forces himself upon Marlena, right on the kisser. Uh, Brit Rest 2020. <laughs> Bit creepy, isn't it? Very creepy. Uh, Goldust whacks Triple H with the belt behind the back of Baby Earl. Damn Can it, he do now. that, Joey? He's Absolutely. a face. <laughs> Another opportunity for disqualification. But Unbelievable, Jeff. Shenanigans with Hughes up on the apron. I think Goldust burnt Hughes' face with like Marlena's unlit cigar. cigar. Yeah. It's Ow, not my, lit. My, <laughs> my got ash in my eye. He's taken an unlit cigar. So essentially tobacco in a tube and gone, ha ha! <laughs> Poked it in his neck. What a heel face. <laughs> and like Hughes has sold it like Hughes? Who is it? Yeah, Mr. Hughes. Yeah, Hughes sold it like death. It was like Did the job, did the sell job. At least it had me laughing to start the show. I heard there was a brick in that cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Pedigree, one, two, three. Winner and still WF Intercontinental Champion Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Marlena is wiping her face like this <laughs> as the match ends. And you're like, oh. Smutty. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Triple H has Marlena's lipstick all around his mouth. So who's the queer now, Triple H? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just a joke. Are we then going to video packages, don't we? Yeah, probably. So we've got Brett doing a video package just sitting in the locker room, yeah. looking at himself in the mirror. 
Brett's a marked man. Not, not, um, not, not Sean Waltman <laughs> looking himself in the mirror, though. <laughs> Brett's looking at him. I don't get that reference. Cocaine, Rich. Oh, sure. That's what you do off mirrors, I remember. <laughs> Back in the good old days. <laughs> when wrestling was wrestling. Exactly. And then obviously Mankind's there. I don't care. I just want to hurt people. I get to hurt 29 other people. You yeah. don't if you're not drawn at number one. Sure. One That is a big rumble peeve of mine. Yeah. I'm going to get to beat 29 other people. No, you're not. You might at best get to beat 12. Yeah. And then Kane will come along as Diesel and eliminate the rest of them. Yeah. So one of the big things I want to bring up about this show was uh, I love the little attention to character all the time that we don't get a lot in the modern product and such. So Austin is walking backstage, ignoring people as he's cutting his promo and he walks away from the camera, right? The camera doesn't stop and then we all stop in front of the camera, etc., etc., like they do now. And then someone jumps into screen and has a conversation. Like, can hate that convenient positioning you know what i mean yeah uh, and then when we cut to foley he's in the boiler room going back and forth it's not like we've created a set of a boiler room he's just in a boiler room you know you can imagine that it's like okay so we're gonna need to go and fill some vignettes can we find a boiler room? there must be some kind of pipes in this building somewhere exactly yeah, yeah much more thought to it as opposed to unfortunately like the the generic interview set that they take everywhere with now the whole gorilla position setup they take with them everywhere now so it's yeah. all the same and looks the same it i know feels it's consistency like but yeah. yeah it feels like there's a camera crew running around backstage trying to find the wrestlers yeah to get moments from them rather than oh here's this nicely produced segment for you fan please believe us you know it's like pleading with you a lot of the time nowadays and with this it feels like oh no here's is what's actually happening Smackdown, here comes the pain on PlayStation 2, where you go around backstage and find the wrestlers to have engagements oh, with. Really? Okay. There nice. you go. Yeah, I never played that. We are the nation of domination. How many cues <laughs> in my name? Nation of domination. <laughs> the non funky variety tonight. Uh, the two white boys just cannot rap to the beat at all. DJ Luck and MC Neat really need <laughs> to fucking sort it out. <laughs> Ah, what's that song? With a little bit of luck, we can make it through the night. Do you really like it? Is it? Is it wicked? We're loving it, loving it, loving it. We're loving it Iron apple, iron apple. We could be huge, man. Um, never gonna make it to work tonight. So the star of the series is also here, Clarence Mason. Still not allowed to talk. <laughs> no, but he's also there. He is there. So the match is Ahmed Johnson versus how many Qs are there with Clarence Mason, Crush, <laughs> JC Ice, and Wolfie D, who are their white boy rappers. Which were, who? what was their name, their tag team name with Wolfie D? Was it like D13? What was... Oh, um, PG13. PG13, because Wolfie D was in PG13, wasn't it? It's not yeah. PG13 who are their rappers, are they? I think... Oh, I might have to have a quick look at this where you start going through your notes. Okay. So there's one other thing I really want to bring up, but you need to do this first because it's about who's accompanying Farouk to the ring. Well, who doesn't? Okay, WWE PG-13. Professional is a tag team of JC Ice and Wolf D. Oh, my God. Please tell me these guys were not... They were members of the original incarnation of the Nation Domination in USWA and WWF. There you go. Yeah, it's PG-13, though. Good thing they can rap better than they can wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that. But... <laughs> can you 
imagine this? We've got these two boys on contracts. What should we do? I'll put them with a Farouk Anon. It's weird, isn't it? Farouk Anon. No. <laughs> I kind of got that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if I want to put that over. <laughs> <laughs> so, they are also joined by a young bodyguardsman. D-Lo Brown is with Oh, the I was guys. going with David Gray because he wobbled his head a lot. <laughs> Babylon. Yeah, He's not the guy who takes the bump at the end, which I thought was a bit weird because no. he was a big pro wrestler boy. But no, yeah. But like, yeah D-Lo with D-Lo. his nice little hat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Huge boy. Much bigger than I remember. But they did. never mentioned him on commentary. No. They just had him as a follower. Had basically JR or King or Vince gone, whoa, look at this muscle. Yeah. It's astonishingly big. I, don't, I remember D-Lo being like the cruiser guy. No, he's a big boy, no, 300 no. pounds. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, <laughs> D'Lo and Tucker, these guys look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they've had a match at some point. Yeah, yeah. So Melt, uh, with this match, just so I had a little side note on this one, he said, better than expected, one and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that star rating personally. <laughs> Absolutely. But the feud to this has been, you know, they've had the build-up, they've had Ahmed almost dying, losing everything. Yeah. And Farouk, as you alluded to last week being um very 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 direct with um terminology that vince definitely doesn't understand because if he did definitely. and it, i caught it this week yeah i was like uncle tom again whoa i was like after you did that like said that last week i was like yeah. oh he can't say that on pay-per-view no it's, it's very very insulting although because we did In Your but, House last time, which is on pay-per-view, and we've done pay-per-view this time. So I wonder if he can do it on pay-per-view, but he doesn't say it on USA. Because he's not swearing, is he? No, true. But I suppose the reference to it. But anyway, yeah. it's, it's very much a blood-blood feud. It's Khan the Betrayer feud. It's getting there. Because I did some research into this, because I was very interested. Because I knew that, that I've seen a bunch of shoots and stuff. So, um, firstly, there's 11 people with the Nation of Domination tonight. Not one of them is doing a funky dance. (laughs) (laughs) It would work, I'm telling you. (laughs) You are so funky, Nation of Domination. I I still just can't get on board with Flash Funk in the Nation. Just dancing away while Farouk's being deadly serious. It would be so good. So, um, God damn it, Funk! There's this... God, should we do it now? Should we? Okay, fuck it. So basically, the story goes that everyone hated Ahmed Johnson. Like literally, everyone backstage, even the people that are trying to be nice to me, would be like, "Yo, you want to fight me about it?" <laughs> literally, he just tried to fight everyone. <laughs> At least Gold has touched his cock to get him over. Oh, there's that. You know. <laughs> so like, there's a really good example. Uh, D'Lo Brown did a little shoot interview. We were talking about Ahmed Johnson, and he, he went backstage. He was like, "Look, look, look, look. Fruit is very angry with you. Just, just." Be cool, you know, don't stiff him and everything will be fine. First thing he does is come out and stiffs the crap out of him, right? And so, like, you know, he takes him backstage, he tries to fight D Lo Brown, who gave him good advice, you know what I mean? And then there's this other story which I loved about Ahmed Johnson that was um, Vince tells Ahmed he's going to be wrestling Taker for the belt in like 96, 97, or whatever it was. And so Ahmed's response was, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for the belt yet. <laughs> so good isn't it it's just like can you imagine i mean in, fa- <laughs> in fairness that's up there with people like emailing coach wicked going i know all the moves i, know all the moves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that just because he's in a title match you're like oh i'm gonna win the title obviously you know i mean luger got in trouble for that 
Sure, absolutely. I don't I watched, think I'm ready for the <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I watched an interview with Ahmed where he was talking about uh, the uh, the differences or the similarities between him and Sean for some reason. He was like, oh yeah, we're both like great champions. And I'm just like, wait, hang on. <laughs> you were gifted the IC belt last year. And he year. won a slammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's a... Like a multiple time world champion and one of the greats, you know, like like come on, dude, like what? But he won a like, slammy. Sean should have put me over. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for Sean to put me over. <laughs> so funny. You know the uh the injury that yeah. they were saying the, the kidney, kidney injury. That's because Fruke just belted him in the kidney as hard as he possibly could and like legitimately injured him. Like that was a receipt. Okay, and so there's basically they just keep going back and forth and receiving each other. So over the next few weeks we'll get to see that. I'm when we see it in the rumble yeah it's uh <laughs> it's up there. this match uh, again in, it's like in a Meltzer standpoint better than expected mm. it was certainly hurty oh yeah it was not technical it was basically as close as you probably would have got to a shoot fight with a little bit of choreography to it yeah this is not booked like a wrestling match this is, this is a, like fight. a fight yeah, yeah absolutely which I don't think well it's booked as a fight Farouk's like I'm going to hurt him. And yeah. Armour Johnson was, I'm ready for the belt. <laughs> I like wrestling. I do this. I'm Pearl River I don't Plunge. Do, I don't want to do too much of an Ahmed impression because it might come across a little racist. But like, yeah, he sounds really stupid. <laughs> you know? Me, Ahmed Johnson? Yeah, it really is me, me Ahmed Johnson. Me have belts, you know? It's, it's fucking weird. Me win, to get that, me win, that me win belt from dead person? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do it. So, uh, with with all the seriousness around these two fighting each other, basically, there is one fucking brilliantly stupid moment where Farouk's got some Jody Fleisch pleather pants or like trousers, and Ahmed just whips them off. <laughs> it's like, hey, everyone loves go. Bucks Fizz. It's so funny. <laughs> You're making your mind up. Like, what's he thinking? Ripping his trousers off? Like, it's he's gonna mount him. What's happening here? So like, glad I got Eurovision reference <laughs> in this. Coach Wick would be so proud. I popped. It's good. <laughs> But it was a, it's a diva spot. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a superstar spot. Yeah, superstar spot. I love it. So, um, yeah, as you say, there's not many moves in this. Uh, Ahmed has... There, there's a lot of punching yeah. and a lot of kicking. Ahmed has four moves of doom. Like, legitimately. Bad shoulder charge. Yep. Hurty clothesline. Yep. Pearl River plunge. And the terrible dominator. Yep. He, he's doing a running power slam. Like a dom there, bulldogs on the show. Just so you know. Ah uh, no no, I did this first. There's the oh god. Another quote from D'Lo Brown was like, um, when Tucker came in, Ahmed went, "Oh, I'm going to start doing the Mishinoku driver." <laughs> well, he's heard it's always three, and when he needs to beat Taker, <laughs> he needs to win the belt. So it's always three with a Mishinoku driver. The logic of there's this young guy who's killing it on the on card or whatever. He's got this amazing finish, which is just astonishingly over, which always gets three. Oh, I'll have that. He's only four foot nothing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. Fight me for it. Like, Fight me for the Mission Local Driver. What, what, what are we, an asshole. What are we going to call it now? Uh, uh, the, the Johnson Driver. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> Whip those trousers off. Here's my Johnson Driver. <laughs> You're making your mind up. <laughs> So uh, the finish comes as Crush throws a belt in the ring and Ahmed literally whips Farouk. It gets really awkward at times because of the whole Uncle Tom reference and mm. such. Ahmed's got some silky red trunks and they are right up there. Mm. 
Everyone loves a cheese grater. Sorry, Mate. cheese wire. There's there's more Ahmed on show than I'd like to be on show. To, to Attitude be era. <laughs> I like that out for him. I mean, Gets the breast out. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Farouk lays in a camel clutch. Fuck the Hulk Hogan! <laughs> yes. As some kid falls asleep opposite the hard cab. Literally, he's doing a big yawn like... Yes. Too many somas from the boys at the back. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's 97, so yeah. Ahmed does a spine buster on Farouk. <laughs> what's your problem, mate? Hey, Eugene used to steal people's moves. And what sort of a character was he, Rich? <sighs> well, yeah. That's a... Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Nation of Domination, run in, do a DQ. The winner is Ahmed Johnson, runs qualification. What a fucking... Got to keep both of these boys strong going into the Rumble. I mean, I'm going to skip ahead. Yeah, screw it. So, um, Fruit cuts a promo afterwards. Yeah. So, this is definitely continuing this feud. And I I know there's one more big moment that happens later where there's a match between the two, which we might get to. So, I probably shouldn't spoil it. But, yeah. The the promo, again, was very much Fruit telling the people to shut up. He said to his two valets, his lady and his gentleman friend, you should be supporting me while I'm out there. You should be backing me. You should be believing in me. It's yeah. like, oh, sort of see what you're doing here, Farouk. I see, uh, see your, uh, hmm. And then they promise they're going to uh, pound Ahmed's ass mm, with the Johnson pounding. driver. I mean, it seems one of those matches, really, isn't it? You know? And you can tell, <laughs> even in the promo, yeah, legit heat. He fucking hates Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. He's working with him, hates having to put him over, even if it's this DQ nonsense. And imagine having Vince going there going, okay, you've injured the guy. Injuring him again. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. They're, they're, I would say post-match, there's some fun stuff where Ahmed gives one of the um, nation side members, I guess we'll call yeah. them, like a, a power of a plunge through the announce table and it has the big square monitors on it which fly up and go over him and like it's like so look, cool yeah. and really good visual it's kind of hurt by Ahmed falling over as he does the move but yeah. you know <laughs> Ahmed knocks himself out on a monitor <laughs> fuck yeah. I mean the power of a plunge is a double underhook power bomb as you fall over right because yeah. I've never seen him do it without falling over so well he's not ready for the belt is he yeah he's <laughs> not ready for that belt <laughs> needs a better finish Mishinoku driver right? obviously yeah <laughs> Always three. It's it's an ugly piece of shit match, but the, the finish is so much fun. I really loved it. I like watching the occasional clusterfuck where it's literally a fight. Yeah. There's a weird quote from Vince here. Did you catch this? No. So as Ahmed's like, you know, winding down, the match is finishing or whatever. The match finished, sorry. Vince goes, Ahmed Johnson is back, but will he stay? You're like, what does that mean exactly? Well, He's obviously outnumbered by the nation, so obviously Ahmed Johnson needs some friends, mm. or he needs to join the nation because he's ready to be the leader of the nation. Yeah, it'd be nice to see some new members of the nation, maybe. I wonder if we'll get any in this run. <laughs> <laughs> That's a particular member. I spent most of the Rumble going, when are him and Brett going to interact? Oh. Indeed. Holy shit, it's a Terry Funk promo. Sid? I'm not going, Terry. I'm not booked. <laughs> Terry was born to rumble. God bless the man. I was born to rumble. <laughs> Apparently ridiculously stiff. 
I mean, you saw it. <laughs> like, I always thought Terry Funk was kind of in that Mick Foley class of it looks stiff, but actually it's light as a feather because he's so talented. I had four or five people talk this week and just be like, no, no, we just used to beat the crap out of people. <laughs> it was great. Uh, uh, I'm ready to keep coming out of retirement for one more time. Sure. The ultimate anti-retirement wrestler, you know? He, he said, although the only person I think said more retirements than him is RJ Singh. Yeah, maybe so, dude. <laughs> Good old Uncle RJ. Hi, RJ, if you're listening. I bloody love that you are back in progress. Yeah, absolutely. Top bloke. I would like to wrestle you this year. And Jordan said, RJ, so, you know, if you're listening. Or anyone's booking, wants to book me and Coach Wicked against, you know, RJ and Jordan. That'd be amazing. Hell yeah. It's time! It's time! It's Vader! Tom! He's what? actually on the show. I was going to say, hang on, haven't haven't they forgotten about Vader? Well, hang on, wait a minute. There's a big lump of shit that no one wants to work with. Hang on, <laughs> who are we going to book him against? Mark Calloway. Vader! <laughs> <laughs> Mark Calloway's backstage going, oh, fuck off, Vince. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Let me gaze into my little crystal ball, Mark. In three months' time, shit will hit the fan and you're going to get the belt. How am I going to get the belt? Spoilers. <laughs> Just trust me. Don't worry. I'll look after you. Oh, sure. goth taker, goth taker. Mm, hang on, where's Paul Bearer? Yeah. So it's Vader versus Taker, in case you didn't get that from what you were saying. Where's Jim Cornette? <laughs> well, yeah, so commentary tells us that Vader's manager, Jim Cornette, was tombstoned by Taker. So Jim he just didn't want to go to Texas. Uh, no ah. Paul Bearer. Uh, I wonder what will come of that. Hmm. We'll <laughs> <laughs> Pearl River Plunge. Not, not just what happens in this, but as we go into the next year or mm. so, maybe we'll get that. I can try to think. Oh, we definitely do get that. Because the, the blood pay-per-view is, oh, oh. I forgot that was happening. That'd be really fun to see. Cause that's like, got to be, that's got to be, that's got to be Diesel. Yes, Diesel. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, where's your cape on that artwork everyone keeps putting out about you for when you were going to become that red, that, um, the bloodthirster. Mm, with the cloak. Yeah. <laughs> with his wings. So we kind of get a bit of an experimental taker entrance here. Like the camera stays at the back of him and they're definitely changing the lighting. The music has certainly changed. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Real lot of experiment here with Taker. I think he's searching for something new. And um, honestly, the entrance is just so cool. Undertaker entrance has always been cool, regardless of what incarnation of the Undertaker it's been. Like nowadays, it's all bloody AR and LEDs and stuff. This is like one light behind Taker. From, lo- from low down that focuses on his shadow and then pans up to him like the camera work here is like oh it's so well thought out as someone who works in this sort of arena mm-hmm. do you think a lot of the skill of things like this have been lost because technology can just overrig it something as simple obviously skilled to do it but something is so simple as a one light shot to get from shadow upwards mm-hmm. As you said, has so much more impact from a visual than, ooh, look at this giant, terrible, transgender Roman Reigns 3D image that we've got. He's made of Caramax. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, can you imagine Taker coming out and it's all just like blow up? Like, I don't know. What, Bailey Wayne flavor wavy yeah. hand dead people? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love that. Shit. Gong. <laughs> like, you it's know, a ghost. Oh, it's a floating tombstone of a spooky, spooky ghost. <laughs> What Vincent Man go, crikey, it's spooky in here. 
but I tell you what as well, having oh. Vader, I, I don't know why Sean wouldn't work with him. Because yeah. Vader's so good in the ring. Absolutely. One of my favourite big men. You but can, you we can have... see him holding back a bit more than he maybe previously would have in the last few years. Only because he's working <laughs> with his with, with Mr. Mr. Taker. Sure. But again, no we've He also wants to keep his job, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely on a he's definitely on parole. Um Bam Bam or Vader? Better big man. Um for me, Bam Bam. See I like Bam Bam. At least Bam Bam main event at WrestleMania. Better seller, better worker. Better Kevin producer. Owens, main event at WrestleMania. Bam Bam Bigelow, main event at WrestleMania. Lawrence Taylor, main event at WrestleMania. CM Punk. Mm, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Awkward. <laughs> so we're a few weeks removed from this time pay-per-view and Taker is still looking very, very ginger. Yeah. He is. He has lost his just for men. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really work with the character so much. Problem is, because Crush has got his hair dyed black at the moment. Oh. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> and as they're, se- they're sort so of to be the fair. same... <laughs> yeah. As they're the same height, they're both wearing like the dark trousers, the dark sort of vest top stuff to wrestle in. Yeah. I mean, it's Taker, for God's sake, man. Like, Ginger Taker. But Crush like, used to be Hawaiian, like Sting. Yeah. I imagine Crush, Crush and Sting had like a... Reunions have the Cranium Crusher in a Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, no one wants to see that. Over my head a little bit. What was that? Well, Crush used to do his finish with the Cranium Crusher. Yeah. As like Surfer Crusher. Oh, right. I see and then put Surfer okay. Sting together. Sure. And then uh, they could be the new dudes with attitudes. <laughs> Crush from 97, sorry, 92 to 97. It's like, Big change. What happened to you, dude? Who hurt you? He got oh t- he got hung upside down by Randy Savage on that some, that pay per view we watched. Was that the end of it? That like, was WrestleMania it. Ten was like oh, was blood rushed to his head. And he was like, "Fuck, <laughs> what's happened?" Yeah, it's weird because like, after he lacerated Macho Man's tongue, and that's why that's what led to the feud. Is it? Yeah, because he picked him up, dropped that. him over the guardrail, oh. and that's what starts it when Crush turned heel. Okay, weird. Uh, so Vader rocking the Road Warrior Hawk inverted mohawk. It's a brave look. I'm not going to argue with him. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Hey, um, hey, Leon, your hair looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably cry or just like go sit in a corner. Right? Bet Ahmed Johnson said it. Brick. <laughs> <laughs> so again, with the whole no DQ thing, like Taker directly gets lo- sorry, Taker gets low blowed directly in front of the referee. But he's also a corpse, so it just turned to dust. So yeah. it's fine. The, the dick just disappears. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. I would have got away with it. Have you meddling kids? <laughs> like, can he do that, Jerry? Not convinced about this. Like, I, okay, I can take like someone being thrown to a set of steps or something. Low blowing him in the middle of the match, and everyone's being like, "No, don't worry about it." Nothing Wasn't happened. a foreign object. The dick was already there. <sighs> and okay. also, it's a low blow. I'm not going to get any sense out of you, am I? <laughs> It's not a low blow because you didn't punch him in the dick. He hooked it and punched his coccyx. So is that why the inverted atomic drop? It's the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Because right. it's a coccyx. It's a low coccyx. <laughs> a Todd Pettengill <laughs> is interviewing, like, I'm not joking, is interviewing a girl in the audience. Who saved who her pocket money. Saved her pocket money. Babysitting to see Shawn Michael. Uh, how many kids did you have to babysit for this said Todd Pettengill and Jerry Lawler was like how many <laughs> yeah sure got three in my basement Jerry right Lawler now Jerry Lawler just appears underneath her like wait what's happening <laughs> I paid you good money to not come here <laughs> fucking The Undertaker 
in 90, Goth Taker in 97 is wrestling Vader. And we're like, here's a girl in the audience to talk about Shawn Michaels. Like, it's almost embarrassing how much they're just like, Shawn, just, just like Shawn. Please like Shawn. Can you please like Shawn? I babysat. How many kids did you babysit? None. Because the tickets were free. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the action, Vince. <laughs> sure. And it's such a bad production choice, man. Awful. The first one was bad. This one was like, uh, yeah, Why? she was like, I, I stood on my baby, Sean Michaels, about sure, sure. Texas. Why cut away from this match? At least do like smaller picture in picture. Yeah. Not like, you know, Vader and Taker and the bottom third of the <laughs> screen, and you've got this girl and Todd Pettengill with his shaved head, by the way. Also, like, huh, really? We are the nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it kind of reeks of desperation. This whole thing with Sean, like it's, it's not the last time tonight. Obviously, they're gonna like put heavy, heavy stuff behind Sean. Like right from the beginning of the video package, where they're like, "Oh, look, Sean's a bit of a dick, and I know you don't like him, but we do, so fuck you." And now they're like, "Oh, look, this girl likes Sean Michaels, so you will too, right?" Don't his, worry about the Undertaker. His mum and dad are here. He's from here. Yeah, it's weird. Like our star it's, it's on pay per view, like him. Like him, yeah. like him. Elon Musk, tweet about it. I like Shawn Michaels in Texas. <laughs> so Vader takes a bit of a break. Vulcan now fall down to Taker <laughs> as the crowd start to build for Taker. Uh, we've got a rumble to get to. Can we just like get to the finish? <laughs> so I was like, no, no, we've got a while to go. Second low blow. Like what? Coxix, Coxix undercarriage punch. Unbelievable. Power bomb by Vader to Taker only gets the two. <gasps> Can he do that, Joey? Taker sits up, does Taker spots. Uh, so there's a commotion in the aisleway, and Paul Bearer strolls down. And you're like, ooh, Paul Bearer's just innocently hanging around. And Taker gets out and goes, oi, boom! <laughs> well, remember, he's still the heel from Mankind and the Executioner and all that shit from sure. In Your House. Yeah, yeah. It's time. It's Vader's forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Bearer. It's... And it, and this is also a time, unfortunately, I know Paul was already, like, Percy Pringle was already, already a big lad anyway, but this time you could really tell he was starting to struggle a bit. Mm. Because there's a... Uh... <gasps> yeah. So it feels like the finish when Taker goes to the outside, decks Bearer, and Bearer does this awesome slapstick over the top selling. He's like, ooh, <laughs> as he gets here. Oh, Very yes. <laughs> there generally was a lot of fun yeah took bumps and stuff perfect there. perfect foil yeah awful but awful at taking bumps but funny <laughs> so you know speaking I mean, of which yeah here we go so it feels like the finish but no we have to go through a bunch of shenanigans uh paul bearer jumps off the apron to hit taker with the urn but bearer takes a bump and it's just <laughs> it's glorious i've captured it to post on twitter the so. best double axe handle <laughs> double down i've ever seen <laughs> you know um we're like you're training or whatever and like you're trained to like be serious face because you're wrestling and then like i'm a comedy wrestler i don't need that face anymore <laughs> but, like someone will try and like you know tick sometimes get you out of that character or whatnot but you, you, you your job is to stay in that character mm. obviously you know like if you're the straight guy in the group whatever <laughs> not gold <Goldust>, obviously <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to put one in um there's a moment where bearer is like very serious gets been punched jumps off does the urn shot and then he kind of falls onto his bum and you can see him going oh <laughs> <laughs> fell over 
<laughs> like he looks so upset with himself. You're going to hit take with an urn. I don't think I'm ready for the belt, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he got baby face heat from me because I'm like, oh, look at Paul Paul Bear. <laughs> he hurt himself. It's the only reason why why I think Matt tags with me in wrestling, just so to for funsies, because I think I said this to you before. I don't think I said it in the pod last week when we were um, doing our post match celebration. When Matt went, I haven't been beaten. I am undefeated. And I shouted out loudly. And I also had a match. <laughs> good stuff. It, because it's the same thing. I mean, I think one of my favorite things was when he was running away from Doug Williams doing like the round the ring thing and he jumped into my arms. Yeah. No, right. Very serious spot. And I think I said, like, oh, schnookum. <laughs> Basically, actually, I don't know why he texted me because I'm a prick to work with. Well, that's the fun of it, surely, you know? Yeah, who's Shirley? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Paul Burrow jumps here, blah, 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 blah. Back in the ring, Vader bomb lands. Sh- always three. It can't be. One, two, three. Vader beats The Undertaker clean in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Vader bomb. I say clean. It wasn't very clean. BS got it's a Vader bomb. Mm-hmm. Protecting finishers. Sure. Vince called a power bomb a Vader bomb earlier in the match, by the way, but you know. He's not JR, so <laughs> it's okay. He's a billionaire. He can say what he wants. Exactly. But yeah, it's the splash out the corner, isn't it? Yeah. The big whoopsie type thing. <laughs> the reverse belly flop whoopsie yeah, jobby. Sure, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the Vader bomb. Yeah. It's um yeah. Vader's prizes he gets to spend the night with Paul Bearer. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not from a cage from above. Sure. I mean again. It's the Rumble. It's just the case if we need to get big names on the card who yeah. may or may not be in the Rumble because you need to protect them so they don't get eliminated. I which, about... which means it was Rumble 1996 was the point where I, I said last week, I thought, oh, is this the part where Sean does proper good rumbling? Rumble 1996, Sean eliminated Vader and Yoko at the same time. Oh, nice. Okay. No, not nice. Yeah. Vader and Yoko. Well, it depends how it was done. Were they already halfway over the ropes or was he just... I think they were sort of arguing, and he like, oh, one with one hand, one with another hand. Right, okay, yeah. No. Yeah, maybe not then. <laughs> That's Sean going, no, no, this is it's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eliminate Yoko and Vader at the same time by myself with my hand. Sure. Same rumble where Austin eliminates himself accidentally? Ooh, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that was 96, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, so post-match, Taker chokeslams the ref because he's a face, yeah? Yeah, because he didn't kick out of the Vader bomb. Uh-huh. Taker even kills a ring post by hitting it with a chair. <laughs> Poor ring post. Uh, Taker shouts at Vince at ringside. Oh, someone should have fucking spoken to Brett. Someone else is doing this spot later. Mm. This is why you always need to talk to the other people on the card to make sure you don't do the same bloody spot, Ahmed. Sure. Taker. But again, we're emphasizing the fact that Vince is responsible for the decision making here and... And also the fact it's now the second complaint. It would be like complaining at Vince. We saw a yeah. little bit of it with, you know, mentioning JR, you're the leader, Vince. You need to get control in the previous pay per view. Sure. The inmates are getting unhappy. Yeah. It's very, very interesting mm. how this has been building over six months or so now. Longer? 
Yeah, because we would have been at Mania. I was trying to think when's the so first over, time Yeah, no, we're happen. over six months. We're almost a year. We're so ten like months gone. A year's worth of gentle, slow build storytelling to get to these mm. points. So. And, and as you've always yeah. said, everyone says new gen is no good. New gen, fucking pinnacle of writing. I think it might be, you know. It's the, it's the pinnacle of like... Storytelling. Yeah. Creative freedom, is that... Who mm. mm, knows? <laughs> How many cues do you have in your name for it? <laughs> <laughs> so we get another Austin backstage promo. But more importantly, <laughs> we get a Bulldog promo. Yeah. I love it when the camera cuts the Bulldog and he's walking from his car to the arena. But obviously they set it up. So he's not started walking before we've cut to it. Who's going <laughs> to win? <laughs> Whether they want to or not. I mean, so there's the classic quote, which, I mean, Bulldog's going to win the Rumble because I'm bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) And then Gold's like, you're really shitting on my gimmick now. Just because I'm face, you can't say you're bizarre. Did you get the feeling like I would was saying the gang? Bulldog's going, what should I say? Or not? I don't know what to say in this promo. Just just say you're bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Get over. Trust me. It's it's one of my all-time favorite moments in wrestling. Just Bulldog going, I'm going to win the Rumble because I'm bizarre. <laughs> Just walking off. So good. I'm going to win the Rumble because the Tombola box told me I would. Fucking A, dude. How can we top that off, though, Tax? Cue the generic network overdub music. It's time for the real main event <laughs> of the evening. It's time for some a six-person tag team match of do you want to announce these you'd probably do a better name with these names than i do we've got uh fraser guerrera heavy metal and jerry estrada versus canic hector garza and perro aguayo senior so not the one that you might know lovely listener who uh, died like a couple of years ago. But, um, At the hands yeah. of Rey Mysterio. Well, that, that's a harsh way of putting it, but yes, you are correct. There was the no accident in Mexico in with Paul Ray. Yeah. Uh, so there ain't no Mike Tanay on commentary tonight to tell us what the fuck's going on, and Vince has no fucking clue. Uh, I like that most of the matches is Vince and JR roasting Lola. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I know. And the good thing for me is like this was in 1997. We've been covering AAA since what 2017 2018 yeah something like that it's really good that even watching it today nothing has changed it is still the same match format it's still the same shit-ass referees yep and the little headband yep because he's a ninja he looks so greasy (laughs) he looks like he hasn't washed in weeks he was actually the original fake razor (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's during this match, it's genuinely impressed me how quiet 60,000 people could be. Oh, heavy metal's in... He- <laughs> heavy metal is in there. Heavy metal. And Guerrero's in there from the great Guerrero family. No, he isn't. <laughs> yeah. like, it's close enough. But that, that's the thing, though. But that's pretty much all they were picking out. Yeah. And then, oh, maybe they don't... Under- look at these high-octane offense. There's two bits in this which really pop me. So you know whenever we watch AAA and the guys in the corner doing the punching down or whatever and the face will just look up and go Viva Mexico or something and the crowd will pop. They try doing that. The crowd doesn't pop. They're like, oh, wrestling doesn't work here. (laughs) It's like that realization. This isn't even even real wrestling. The ring is square. It's so funny. 
And then my favorite bit in this entire match, which I just, I couldn't express how much it just made me giggle, right? Was who was it that did it? Let me just write, I wrote it down. So, Fuerza Guerrera does the Chris Hamrick bump to the outside, <laughs> right? So, if you don't know what that is, he, he dives through foot first between the top and middle rope and lands back first on the floor. Must fucking suck, right? He no sells it. He takes the Chris Hamrick bump and immediately turns and stands back up and gets in the ring. And you're like, the pop you could have got if you'd have just sold. Triple A. <laughs> so stupid. Not Lucha enough. It's brilliant. I mean, I, I like you said earlier, I think the fact that the crowd had three Lucha matches yeah. ahead of this. And Four. I, I, I can imagine they were Sorry, all... Yeah, three before this. This yeah. would be the fourth, yeah. And I can imagine this is of such a similar standard that the fans are like, and and also because they haven't really been on Raw. I know they mentioned like the tag team coming uh, in your house. No idea who these people yeah. are. Yeah, there's been no build up. They've not been on Raw, so no one knows who they are. So it's basically a case that it's it's fuck. We can't have another match because we don't need to be creative because the Rumble soon. The bit that really confused me is how many luchas they must have bought. They've not just bought like you know a six-person team to come along and do something, whatever. They've got on the pre-show. There'd be like got, fourteen luchas. Yeah, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. If we're counting all the names. and then twenty-four, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-two, twenty-two, three, twenty-four. Yeah. And then in the rumble, <laughs> we've also got how many in there? Like three or four. So we're we're getting close to thirty guys came up from AAA to do this. And you're like, why? <laughs> like, none of them are on TV. How the fuck is anyone meant to know what's going on? It's so weird. Two things. Vince went to Bruce going, can you uh, can you give me that long-haired guy from Mexico? Just got all of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Vince had been like, have you seen in WCW? They've got all these cruiserweights. Yeah. Let's get all the cruiserweights up here. What What is here? Yeah, they accidentally got Perro Guerrero instead. Perro Aguayo, sorry. What actually he, happened is they used the traditional the wrestling spot. terminology of two of them were booked. Oh, come on for the road trip. Bring your gear. You might get booked. <laughs> sure. It's strange, man. Like, we do this is like one of the first endeavors into, like, you know, cross promotion or whatnot. It's massively failed. Yeah, this is dog shit. Yeah, and even for a AAA match, like I said, so other than the the terrible lack of crowd interaction, the usual cluster fuckiness of AAA yep. in a bigger ring than they're used to. And you can tell they're not used to working in a 20-foot ring. Mm-hmm. It's, thank fuck there's a rumble. Because so far... <laughs> I mean, this is the piss break before the rumble, realistically. Yeah. You know, because they're not going to break from the rumble to the main. So no. this is it. They put the, they put the let-up match yep. now. So uh, the finish is... Happens beautifully triple a pero obviously misses the double stomp off the top kind of goes oh shit drops an elbow one two three five <laughs> stars absolute classic beautiful work oh i love it we get a big old network edit here where vince jr and laura are putting over sean versus sid uh i'm assuming it took the luchas forever just to get to the back because they tried to take some face pops or something Ole! Yeah, exactly. Get Tito Santana out there. <laughs> uh, Fink announces the 60,000 attendance and next up, the 1997 Royal Rumble! Fink specifies the winner of the Rumble will go on to face the WWF champion at WrestleMania. But Sean is also here, so will they fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I love a Rumble. So, just throw it out there. 
Mankind, Jake Roberts, Phineas L. Godwin, Emil Mascaris, Vader, Mark Mario, Savio Vega, Owen Hart, Sultan Diesel, Stephen Etika, Hunter Hurst, Helmsley, Terry Funk, Crush, Bret Hart, Ahmed Johnson, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Flash Funk, Bart Garn, Farouk, Jesse James, the real Double J, The Undertaker, Razor Ramon, The British Bulldog, Gold Dust, Jerry Lawler, Henry O. Godwin, Rick, Rocky Maivere, Latin Lovers, Latin Lover, and Piroth are in this match. Lots of big names in there. However, I, I say lots of big names in there. Mm-hmm. Brett, Austin. Right. Okay, so can we just get to that? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just do some of the spots. I've, I basically I've got lots of notes, and I highlighted only the ones that really matter. So we'll skip all the bullshit. Everyone knows what a rumble is, right? Kick punch, rug in the corner. Yeah, pretty much. And then shenanigans to let your mate win the belt. Yeah, of course. And so then well, something. Well, is there? Wait a minute. <laughs> <Is there? laughs> so uh, Crush is trying to get Ahmed over the top, and Vince goes, "Ahmed is so thick." <laughs> Correct. So no entrance music. Uh, Razor Ramon gets out because we've got the issues and stuff. Uh, Ahmed Johnson eliminates Razor Ramon's bogs. Uh, there is a reason I am noting this down, Tanks. Why is this? Why are you noting this down? This is the last of bogs. Razor Ramon on WWF TV. Unfortunately, he's had such a good run. Rest in peace, good sir. I think he's still alive. <laughs> Moments later, Ahmed eliminates himself. Vince was right, I guess, because he's chasing after the fruit. I think he's thick. We are the nation. Ah, from Flash, you're here. <laughs> Glass smash. Stone Constantly Austin enters at number five to a very mediocre pop, I would say. Yeah, no one. It's He's still been working, obviously, he's been working through. Owen, he's working through Bulldog, he's working his way towards Brat. Yep. But yeah, you'd expect him to have a bigger bigger pop at this time. Mm, maybe, yeah. Although in fairness, he has been feuding with Savio Vega on a You Didn't Take Me In. <laughs> sure. Also, uh, Brett's kinder and not really though. Uh, and Owen and Bulldog because if Bulldog comes out and they do the whole spots and he's stuff, so bizarre yeah he's absolutely bizarre he should win because he's bizarre but um, yeah they do the running power slam for like zero pop and I'm like oh it's not 992 anymore is it Bulldog no. he is half the size he was in 92 I remember when he came back at Armageddon 1999 and he mm. was just Bulldog in jeans I yep. remember he returned on Sunday Night Heat and he said I'm going to win the WWE title mm, yeah and it's like, are you though? Yeah, after a couple of months of doing crack every night, you know, it's not Standard. quite the same person, is it? Yeah. I mean, pro wrestling, right? Um, so blah, blah. The Sultan comes out at number 10, but who cares? He's accompanied by the Sheik. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Uh, no. I mean, what a great way to try and get Sultan over. Hmm. We're going to dress you <laughs> up as someone from sort of Emirates or from sort of, sort of, uh, sort of sure. the Middle East. I know who we'll put with you to get you heat. <laughs> Sheiky baby. Yeah, sure. This... Samoan Arab, right? Yeah, he's Logic. gonna do the uh, the stink face. <laughs> it's all the same, guys. Don't worry about. <laughs> Fucking Vince, man. So uh, Mil Mascaris enters at number eleven. Uh, bloody, 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 blah. blah. Uh, that's just is important for later. Owen in goes straight after Austin. Bulldog is trying to get Austin over the top, and then Owen Hart shoves the British Bulldog out of the Rumble. How bizarre. I love Owen going, oh, it was a mistake. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it was an accident. Bulldog's like, what? It's fucking brilliant storytelling. I loved it. And then the fact they continued it on commentary and was like, I wonder what Bulldog's thinking right now. He's normally really good in the Rumble, but like his brother-in-law eliminated him. Yeah. Ooh, foreshadowing. Absolutely. Very important to Where's us. Where's Clarence Mason? <laughs> 
in every single match ever doing nothing, right? Yeah. So Mil Mascaris eliminates all the luchas, goes up top, going through the middle ropes, Correct. not over the top, jumps up to the top rope. Does that count? And then jumps off to the outside, eliminating himself because he would not have anyone make him look weak because he is a lucha. Now, I thought, to start with, my first reaction was, how no, they've really fucked this up because he went through the middle rope. Yeah, He didn't climb up to the top and eliminate himself. He's technically still in the match, even to this day. As is Curtis Axel. Sure, yeah, true. But then I started thinking... <laughs> just real mascaris to Curtis Axel forever, just wrestling each other. <laughs> is technically standing on the top rope, because are you technically in the ring? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, because the, the most your toe would be in the ring. Yeah. My gut feel is not eliminated. Yeah. But then on commentary, Joe, going, I don't think he understands the rules, because he's not from round here. <laughs> I love the logic of, right, I'm not going to have anyone eliminate me, because it'll make me look bad so i'll eliminate myself so i'll look stupid <laughs> i mean he's not armed johnson thick <laughs> it, it's not a great look no but i, su- I suppose again as you said like for his from from mil Mascaris's standpoint it's like i haven't been eliminated from the rumble sure i carried on my uh my feud with this yet this uh this young lion mm. um you know so yep absolutely He's also in the match. But, but at this stage, it's like, okay, <laughs> Owen's eliminated Bulldog yep. and Luchas have done stupid shit uh-huh. and we're already halfway through. Yeah, sure. But still a fun rumble. It, it's a slow to start rumble, but my God, does it pick up. Mm. So uh, the next guy to the ring has a name I'm not quite sure how to spell. J-E-double-F. <laughs> Q-Q-Q? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's double Q Farouk. <laughs> we are the nation of Q and Nation. This is Q and Old Nation. Just getting weird. <laughs> gimmicks upon gimmicks. Uh, but Ahmed is out and he's got wood. Oh, US. <laughs> and also, like, that that is not even a two by four. That's just a case of it's, I've got this bit of lumber. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, Moved a strap from under the ring or something. And you could tell he'd thought better of it because the first one, he proper lamped through and the second one, he was like, dink. Yeah, absolutely. He swung. Yeah. He really swung. <laughs> like, if he'd have hit, I would have loved to have seen what had happened. Because if he'd have really connected with Fruk, I think he would have been in the shadow right there and then. Yeah. Fuck the rules, fuck the match, fuck everything. But there, that was Fruk in and out. Pretty yeah. sharpish. That was it. This feud will continue. Everyone else in the ring, uh, sorry, everyone else in the ring gets eliminated apart from Austin. Goldie, Owen, Mero, they're all gone. Savio out to run some spots with Austin. He's gone too. He's Austin. doing proper Brock Lesnar stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, in, out, chuck him. It's at this point where I was like, ah, oh, I don't know how this goes because <laughs> I kind of had seen bits of this before. Yeah. I came in end of 97, beginning of 98 in my teen initial fandom pro wrestling yeah. so i obviously you saw clips and stuff i never saw the whole thing live um savio out from spots blah 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 blah. austin's just just getting over and over more and more and more like there's 
four or five bits here like austin sitting on the turnbuckles looking at his watch yeah uh the bit where he's like waving people down to the ring the bit where even he when reacts. he's on the floor yeah like, send him send him send him which have been used in montages and clips and gifs and memes for years and years and yeah. years like there's so funny how this one show may not be the greatest thing ever but it just generated all these moments for austin specifically it's like yeah where really is cool. his coming out party this yeah, this and, and and then where he goes next. Oh yeah, I can't wait for WrestleMania. It's gonna be fucking awesome. But <laughs> said no one ever about Mania thirteen. Uh, well, maybe apart from that one match. That match, yes, yeah, it's quite special. But fuck me, yeah, I imagine that's gonna be like a low cornflake, a low cornflake. Is it escapade? Okay, don't just put too much because I haven't seen it. Well, on think. the plus point of I've set the bar low. Now okay. you're not gonna be expecting too much. I'll come out of it and be like, it's the greatest Mania ever. <laughs> Five cornflake. <laughs> the logic was perfect. <laughs> anyway, so Austin eliminates Jesse James, blah, 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 leaving alone Austin alone in the ring again. But then guitar squeal, it's not Natty this time. <laughs> Classic Austin meme reaction. Fuck, it's just so great. Big over the top cell, hands on the head. Oh, crap, I've got to wrestle Brett. You know, Austin and Brett. Oh, and then for the rest of the Rumble, they just wrestle each other. Absolutely. They don't let anyone else get involved. Or Terry Funk because they want a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then Terry Funk stiffs them like, nope. yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure, sure. So JR tells us Austin has now been in the match for 24 minutes by this point. Uh, there's a quick elimination with Lawler. It takes two seconds. Uh, it's, it's badly done. He should have bumped on the first punch, not the second one. Yeah, he didn't flip over. Exactly. The better Diesel enters. <laughs> from, um, from West Side Story, right? Diesel. One of the characters. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I always remember it because I was Diesel. You've not seen Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I was Diesel in a production of West Side Story and oh, I was okay. really annoyed because on the flats, yeah. they'd some moron who'd been doing the painting had graffitied Diesel's name and spelled it incorrectly. Oh. And I was like, right, so that makes me laugh. Diesel, I imagine, yeah. Uh, Diesel, yes. Yeah. God, awesome. the, the German Diesel, right? Ah, Diesel. <laughs> Party boy, yeah. <laughs> Look at me, you as my Hoover, the Diesel. <laughs> that's so funny um so in the ring okay get this remember crappy new gen brett hart stone cold steve austin kane easel terry terry funk the rock who immediately goes after austin by the way amazing when austin terry funk in there with austin what? But at this stage, I was obviously laughing at Terry Funk being in oh. that list of names. Mate, it's Terry Funk. But I Terry was Funk's watching awesome. this because it was like, The Rock's in there. Mm. When is The Rock going to wrestle Bret Hart? Yeah, sure. And they we, touched... we get it. We get it. Once. Yeah, but they broke oh, well, in the match. Rumble at this there's, stage. There's a match like, in the storyline. Yeah, but, but they, yeah. They, they touch once in the Rumble. Oh, really? And I was okay. like, That's not much talk. Because I was like, Come on, Bret and Austin, get a room. Yeah. share the love share your technical skill with someone else but basically i think brett was like i'm gonna come in the rumble i'm gonna work austin yeah i'm not gonna really interact with anyone else unless i have to pretty much yeah and that was it yeah sure i mean that's the story yep makes sense definitely from a rumble standpoint i wasn't sure whether with... that was like annoying to you or whether you'd like no to... no i, I liked okay. it but it's, it was really odd from a rumble standpoint to have someone who's essentially in there from like halfway through the rumble yeah. wrestling the same person hmm. throughout and i thought it was it was nice that it was something different because as you said it's not the usual like savage running down when jake roberts in the ring and then straight away it's eliminated and then savage eliminates himself to go and chase sure this is also this rumble is also one of the last ever appearances of uh 
Jake St. Roberts. Yeah. WF as well. Just throw that out there. So, yeah, I, yes, was, I, was, I was happy with it. Like you said, Rock straight away going in for, for Austin. Mm-hmm. Nice to have. Mankind's knocking around in there. That's the thing. We then throw in Mick Foley as Mankind. Flash Funk. Oh, you are so funky. We are, we the, are nation. the nation. Q, 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 Anon. He's wearing blue. Uh. Yeah, that's not that's not the black and the the nice colours of the nation, or purple and silver. The that's real cool. colours of pro wrestlers. Cease and desist was sent. <laughs> Vader, the other Godwin, uh, and Dong at number thirty. The Undertaker comes out. <laughs> Dong. I, I love- Did he used to play for Middlesbrough? <laughs> I love that uh, there's a rumble going on. Taker comes out, so we have to turn off the lights for a second. Turn the back on, because no one can see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Easy elimination. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> took a nap and come back up. Oh, so funny. But like those names. People talk about the new gen not having a roster and all this sort of stuff. Like, fucking hell, man. It's like this- 10 of the best all-time wrestlers all in the ring at the same time. When this ring... And Henry's got- Henry Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> when-, when this ring filled out, that-, that was the first thought that came to mind in this case of, Look at this ring, and no wonder why they went on to beat WCW with the talent they've got in this ring. And yeah. I know obviously a few went Phony elsewhere. Rock, Austin Taker, like incredible. The money those guys made for that for Vince, yeah. he sa- he saved him from bankruptcy. Absolutely, and Brett lining them all up with Sean mm. and Sid. <laughs> Sorry. so a uh, brief moment taker and kane easel interact is just kind of delightful like so you know what's coming up in a few yeah. months and stuff like seeing them working in the corner i was like oh brothers oh look at them go oh, always fighting <laughs> there's eight people in the ring people start getting eliminated all over the place the finished acts oh the shenanigans sometimes when wrestling bullshit is worked this brilliantly it just it's just everything i love about pro wrestling like this so you know the ronda triple h steph um, yeah angle match it's like it's not got moves it's not got really stuff happening but it's like such a good fucking story that like it just works out so brilliantly and the ronda triple h pop when she does the throw on him yeah exactly it's like great yeah it's like those little moments you know that, that this storytelling ending. in a match you know this in a ending. rumble as well to get it this this right so Foley eliminates Funk. Taker eliminates Foley. Everything has narrative built into it for that because obviously the years of like history yeah. and everything else. Uh, Foley and Funk then brawl on the outside. Again, completely logical. These two have got massive histories of death matches in Japan, except if you know what you're talking about. Uh, the refs try to separate them and they can't. And they're distracted. So Brett eliminates Austin. And you're like, okay, awesome. The refs are so distracted with Foley and Funk, they don't see Austin getting thrown out. Austin slides back in like the cheeky bastard he really is. Mayhem ensues. Austin eliminates Taker and Vader, who is already struggling on the ropes from all the stuff that's happening out. So they're distracted. Again, perfectly logical. <laughs> Brett eliminates Kane Easel, <laughs> who's held out all this time, to be fair to him. Then Brett doesn't see Austin coming because he's already eliminated him. Austin quickly throws Brett over. This all happens in about 20 seconds. seconds, Like eight guys are like, bang, 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 bang. There's your cheating bastard winner. Perfection. To limited pop. Yeah. I mean, the one stunk Austin wasn't just to say, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sure. To limited pop. Austin has won the Rumble. But at this stage, again, he's not been in a real main event feud. Yep. And they've let him win the Rumble. It's almost like he needs one more match to put him over the hill. 
But as we've know, we now know, Steve Austin is the number one contender for the WWF Championship. Mm. Brett, post match, not a happy boy. We talked about last week about seeing the fury in Brett like this that we don't really see prior to that sort of time period. And oh my god, dude, he's fucking fuming. And like, he plays this so well, like yeah. going around to referees, arguing referees. Did you not see this? This is unbelievable. You you've got to do your job properly. Yeah. Walking around then to commentary. And and obviously JR going JR going involved. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Brett, like like chin checking Vince almost on commentary, like fr- fr- fronting up like he's some London rude boy. <laughs> so like, oh, Vince, you prick. <laughs> and then Vince was like, I've already had Undertaker do this to me. Fucking hell, yeah, I'm used to this exactly. now. Yeah, sure. I love Vince is just like, oh, I can't do anything. And Vince is like, are you going to do something about this? Like just like screaming at Vince. It's like so good. The setup to what's coming in the next few months. JR so. with a fantastic old era WWE phrase. The refs can't call what they don't see. Exactly. Yeah. There's like, they say something about there being no double take rule or something like yeah. that. It's like, oh God, it's just so logical and everything is like, oh, it's so pleasing. Like, yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. Lovely. And there we have it. Obviously, I know we've got our main thing, but we've got Austin winning the Rumble. We've got Brett going very angry and very grumpy. Yeah. We've got Foley and Funk. Taker's still in there. Rocky Maivere's debuting. We've got, yeah, like you said, like the 10 names he had in the ring. It's such a shame we had to have a main event to follow this. Yeah, that was the perfect ending. Like it's it's you know, I guess you're not sending the crowd home happy. I think that would have been a bigger face spot for a Texan winning the Rumble in Texas. Yeah, but I guess people love Brett. He's the ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's definitively Stone Cold Steve Austin by this point. They say it like four or five yeah, times. Yeah, you know, again the gimmick over. But, but, then, but for yeah. him to win the Rumble, it's definitely one that I don't think people saw. And I wonder if they they were confused because yeah. if they didn't see Austin go over, yeah. or weren't paying attention. Like maybe I looked down at my phone for a few minutes just to write some notes near the end of this, and I was like, "Oh, what? What are they? Oh, ah, rewind." Yeah, sure. It happens so fast. Yeah, but it's that's pleasing because rumbles usually linger towards the end, and like you know, the last two or three is like there's a big pops and biggie and everything. Yeah, they they face they face off. They do a bit of chain. They do a little. Whoa, are yeah. you going over? But like, it's, it's almost like Brett. I'm going to put the credit on Brett here because, you know, it's Brett. But it's almost like he knows there's a main event up. We need to leave space for that. Like he's almost sympathetic to Sean's cause at this point, you know? Yeah. And and also, this is how a rumble should end. Pop, 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 pop. No one sees it coming. Carnage. One person left. Great. And enough bullshit storytelling to lead us into WrestleMania potentially, you know? Good damn. Your main event of the evening is up next. Let's just play the video package. Bad Attitude. For Psycho Sid, it's second nature. For Shawn Michaels, bad attitude comes from being provoked. I'm going to do what I want, when I want. Because I am the super predator at the World Wrestling Federation. It's going to take more than being a man to beat me. See the game I play? I am the master. At the Survivor Series, Sid's game was to attack Shawn's 62-year-old mentor. Shawn Michaels acted on instinct, the honor of friendship over the glory of a title. Sid acted on a killer instinct. The psycho era had begun. 
The following day, the WWF made the official announcement. The 1997 Royal Rumble would be at the Alamo Dome in Shawn Michaels' hometown, San Antonio, Texas. March 31st was a great day for me, but one thing that would be more special than that would be to win the World Wrestling Federation Championship in the town that I live in. The young man who trained in a tin shack just outside San Antonio was returning home to fight in front of 70,000 friends, fans, and family. Then, you know what I want next? In my hometown, myself and all the people of San Antonio will tear you apart. The day I was born, I was born the man! The verbal and physical assault escalated. I am six foot nine and over 300 pounds. There's going to be 71,000 chances to see me kick your six, nine, 300 pound teeth down your stinking throat. For Sid, nothing was sacred, not even Jose Lothario's 19 year old son. I want to apologize for what I'm going to do. The monster has been unleashed, but is the monster Shawn Michaels or Psycho Sid? Wow, I'm glad you put that piece of footage and sound in there. <laughs> Let's hope I did. <laughs> Sean's bad attitude was provoked, apparently. This constantly trying to justify the fact Sean's a twat is just like so weird to me. It's, it's embarrassing at this point. But as we've already said, his mum and dad are at ringside. He can't be a twat. Yeah, absolutely. Face Britt Baker in Pittsburgh, anyone? <laughs> so we've got the whole story of Sid Powell bombing Jose Lothario to a heart attack. Yeah, essentially face pops as well in New York, at least. <laughs> we love it when we kill old people in New York. <laughs> the WWF World Heavyweight Championship match of Psycho Sid, S-Y-C-H-O, fuck you, who's the current champion, versus the returning Lose Lothario, a company by... <laughs> Sean Michaels is in the main With event. not That's your favourite WWE belt I saw on Twitter earlier. You've uh, gone for no. the, the new Austin belt I'm post a, 14. I'm a big gold eagle boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I know it's probably not the prettiest, but it's the one that means the most to me. I said winged eagle for me because it's the first one that I saw. It's just a bit pokey and a bit. Mm. I think that's what I like about it. Mm. It's. The belts have certainly the gone. They've certainly gone downhill since the uh, the gold eagle. Haven't they just? Spin oh, a belt, motherfucker. It's a big corporate logo. Oh, fucking hell. That's why my shares in WWE are worth a lot of money. Thanks very much, everyone. <laughs> Actually, no, because they're too expensive. <laughs> so, uh, the question here, I guess, that's the most interesting thing, because we all know what's going to happen, is can Sean drag a better match out of Sid than Brett could previously? Now, this was interesting because I, I originally thought he wouldn't be able to, because I thought when Sid wrestled Brett, when we covered it in the last episode, I was like, this is the best match I've ever watched Sid do. Yeah. But of course, pricky one-upsmanship from Shawn Michaels was probably like, I will get you fired if you don't give me a good match. So there's some interesting backstory here. So um, I watched some stuff with Sid. Did I write it all down? Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I watched a few interviews with Sid. Uh, Sid loves Shawn, hates Brett. Like even like, you know, this day or whatever quite a recent shoot so it makes a lot of sense when you see sid doing the gigantic sells for sean that he necessarily wasn't doing for brett i mean in fact he was selling so, a bit for brett 
more than he would normally, but yeah. Yeah. Sean, he's, he's making <laughs> Sean like a fucking beast. Yeah. So um, I guess it's the main event. We should go through some of it. Uh, how, how are you for time? Uh, six minutes. Oh, really? Okay. Um, That's all right. We can, <laughs> we can run a bit longer. It's fine. Okay, okay. Uh, there's some promos. Sean's got the flu is the funny bit. Yeah, and they make and a real promo. massive point of going, oh, Sean's got the flu, by the way. He's definitely got the flu. This is bad. <laughs> Don't worry. He's just got the flu. And also, I was, I, I was starting to speculate, Is has he got the flu? Because... Yeah. Hello, I'm afraid I can't come into work today because I've yeah. got the flu voice. It does feel like it. I, it? I always, this always astounded me when people ever phoned in sick. Because if I was ill, I'd just do this going, I'm really sorry I'm not coming today. I don't feel very well. Yeah, sure. And they'd be like, oh, fucking hell. But then you get the people calling in and going, Hello, <laughs> I've been up all night and I don't feel very well. Why yeah. are you now Italian? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never had to take those. I'm so ill now. <laughs> I've had many streps. Day on my daughter's wedding, you know. I used to have strepsils in my house, but I'm now too ill to go out and get the strepsils. Fucking hey, man. You fuck my wife. <laughs> so, Sean, speaking of which, Sean walking <laughs> to the ring backstage looks fucking ridiculous. He's got a big cowboy hat, a sparkly shrug, new <laughs> disco ball shrug. circles all over it. It looks so stupid. He's bare chested, but hairy. Uh, chaps. <laughs> tights with a, a heart of texas on his dick and you're like you look like a fucking imbecile he's a tourist <laughs> he really does look stupid like, i know game. it doesn't last long sean's the actual any day now but it looks like a fucking moron it is not a good look no <laughs> and again i think it, the desired effect was going to be oh let's give him a big face pop because he looks really fun yeah he looked like a prick. He looked like an absolute knobhead. Uh, Jose has his hands all over Sean during the ring entrance. It's really weird. But he's so hairy. You can see Sean be like, stop fucking touching me. <laughs> Look, I told you, Jose, you can't sing my entrance theme. Stop fucking touching yeah. me. Imagine Sean's attitude around Jose just being here in the limelight with him. He's probably like, aren't you supposed to be dead from a heart attack? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Jose's here for long, is he? Sid killed you, right? <laughs> <laughs> So Sean kisses his mother at ringside because he's a good boy. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Yeah, um, fucking does. Well, yes, he does. Gets his spooky pyro. It's just super cool. Sean does his stripper routine. How is this a face? Well, he's a bad boy. You don't like him, but he's the hometown hero. Uh, Someone saved up all their babysitting money to go to IHOP <laughs> and, uh, and get into the uh, Alamo Dome. Therefore, face, right? Yeah. Brilliant. People spend money to go and see him. Face. Sid comes out last, the champion, as it should be. Correct. Big heel heat for Sid in San Antonio, as you might expect. Doing a really good job of playing up to the heel stuff, which he wasn't necessarily doing the last few weeks. No, but he's he's very much... Well, it's probably because he's like, oh, I've got to drop Goldie. Fuck. Yeah, he also likes Sean, so... Bit of a difference. Uh, Sid also gets the big pyro treatment, the big Sid letters above him, blah, blah, blah. Ah, sir, I, oh. <laughs> Sid... <laughs> Sid shoves Brett a few times and basically we get to the point where like uh, HBK boots Sid to the outside. Still sell, Sid sells it like he's dead. He's oh, yeah. splatted on the floor. He only went through the middle rope. Good old this big boot. Sid. I've never seen Sid sell like that. It was incredible. Yeah. Like genuinely, it looked like he'd like someone had thrown a rocket at him and he'd, yeah. There's a lot of bear hugs in this match. Work smart, brother. There's a point, right, 
considering my point about the inverted atomic drop last week, where Sean's in a bear hug, and to get out of it, he gives Sid an inverted atomic drop. How does the how does that physics work? <laughs> like, think about the logistics. If I'm in a bear hug, my feet are off the floor. I'm gonna lift you up somehow and drop you on my knee, and you're like nine foot and I'm four foot. Like science. <laughs> Science, bitch! <laughs> Just imagine, like, HBK back to going, and I want to do the inverted atomic drop. So it's like, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm seven foot tall. I can make that work. Yes, yeah. I'll make that work. It's so fucking Can stupid. I be in DX, please? Apart from that, okay, Sean scoop slams Sid, double down, HBK kips up, off we go. Macho elbow by Sean, sweet chin music gets caught by Sid. Beautiful force finish. Absolutely sold me. Really, really nice. I was on board by this point. Powerbomb on the outside by Sid. Did his best to take care of Sean. Yeah. He's certainly less hurt in the... I mean, genuinely, like, if it had been anyone else, that would have been fucked. Yeah, absolutely. If, if Sean was willing to take a powerbomb from Sid on the outside, you best believe he was like, don't fucking end my career. <laughs> like, we're going to do it. I've got to... Huh, I'm going to do the honours for Brett in a few months' time. Fucking hell. Yeah, pretty much, man. And like, we well, Maybe about, Sean like, was like, I've got to do the honours for Brett in a few months' time. Do you want to powerbomb me on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> nice excuse, you know. A smile might disappear at some point. Um, but like, uh, talk about one-upsmanship. Yeah, 100%. Like, a from on anything the you can do, I can do better and walk out with the belt in my home state. Sure. You do table spots with my best mate. I'm going to take a powerbomb from Sid on the floor. Fuck you, Brett. I'm better than you, Brett. And you don't even like it. Ah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. The Los, the Los Lotharios? Mm, Los Lotharios? Thing, Hang on. Um, sorry. Umberto Carrillo. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I was thinking. The Lothario lads uh, both get goozled and we're back in the ring with Sid and Sean eventually. Uh, so they basically, um, because Sean's down, they both kind of step up and Sid's like, to get the distraction for Sean to get back at the advantage after the powerbomb. Yeah. Quite a nice way of getting there. Bit, a bit too much for me. Also, right, I know he, he got up, but it's like, Sid sells a kick through the middle rope like he's been shot. Sean Michaels, Oh, it's going to count to 10. I'm good. Yeah, powerbomb on the outside. And Sid, like, I'm sorry, Sean doesn't really sell it. No, doesn't give a shit. Not great. He's no Bret Hart. He's not. Ref bump in the corner. Choke slam by Sid. Hebner is still down. So Kyoda comes out. One, two. Sean kicks Whoa. out. Lovely, lovely force. Nice. Finish. Crowd, huge pop by this point. Really, really invested, everyone. Uh, Sid punches Kyoda. DQ, what are the rules? Can he do that, Joey? Well, we want to make sure the championship changes hands in San Antonio. Yeah, it seems like it. They definitely want to make sure that happens. <laughs> uh, HBK grabs a camera. Dex Sid with it, which is a callback from the bit before yeah but the fucking Sid's been doing a blinding job of selling until this camera into the back where Sid turned around and was essentially going what? yeah sure man Uh, Hebner slowly rolls over to Sean covering Sid one two it takes forever to get to the three but Sid rolls up the shoulder but Sean's like okay here's my finish this is the ultimate Switch in music lands. One, two, three. It's very slow. Very main event. I'll help an account. Obviously, he's been down as well. So big thing. The boyhood dream has come true again for Shawn Michaels. I mean, a new Sid's better match. Yeah, absolutely. Best match I've ever seen Sid in. Yeah. By miles. 
And well, I think like maybe that Duggan match we did on that UK show, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know. And I think this match is what led him to do what he does at Mania. Yeah, sure. Because I, th- I think at this stage, it was probably like, I've worked the executioner. I've fucking worked bloody Vader and Cornette. Yeah. Give me something good. Well, you know who's just had a blockbuster match. Sure. Yeah. It's um it's it's not the best rumble show ever. But the end of the rumble match and the end of the main event are fucking outstanding. The storytelling over the wrestling content was exceptional for the stories we're covering. Absolutely. Yeah. But this is again why it suggests to me we are very much on the road to the Attitude Era, if not already there, because we are focused on story and not in-ring action. Yeah, it's it's when we did the 2014 stuff, it was like it was like they, they had an idea for where they were gonna go, but never sunk their teeth into it. Yeah. It's like at the moment we're sinking our teeth into everything we can possibly do and then we'll decide how we get there but there's so much capability and so much talent and so many cool well-built stories that they could almost give us anything wrestlemania 13 at this point and it would be really really good the benefits of just having two hours of weekly tv yeah 100 and now more regular pay-per-views or special events or premium live events now yeah but yeah i mean and the benefit of having Sean and Brett available was just like... And even though they did not touch or have any actual interactions at this show, already all like the story. characters... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing they've got to be careful of here, Brett is transitioning to be a heel. Sean, the fans are sick of him and he's turning to be a heel. So they've got to be careful. It's going to be interesting to see how they pitch this yeah. to try and keep both in their correct roles. Yeah. If by the end of WrestleMania, like the week after WrestleMania 13, if we've got fully heel Sean, fully heel Brett, but face Austin and face Taker, it does make you wonder why they just went with Brett and Sean at all when, yeah. like, you know, the stuff happens that happens. Although maybe they're trying to do the ridiculous thing like, oh, we did face versus face last year, heel versus heel for Mania. <laughs> how awful is that concept? So, how many cornflakes? Not booking progress here, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> How many uh, cornflakes for this? It's really different. Realistically, as a show, it's a two. Yeah. Like, there's moments that are like fours, almost fives, you know. it's We haven't got five class, five star matches here, apart from AAA stuff, obviously. Obviously. But like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a two pay-per-view. Yeah, two cornflakes for me. Sure. So, um, quick Meltzer one. Uh, Meltzer says, Sean was bothered by the flu this evening, legitimately. Also, Sid was in a car crash nine days before this show. Did he have a match with Vader? <laughs> fast. That was fast. But at the same time, Sid also has worked three house shows before this show as well. So he could have been that tired. So Softball season. But like that, that's their reasoning behind like why Sean and Sid wasn't a five-star match or whatever. Sean had the flu. Sid was and Sid had to crash. go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. Where are we going next week? That's a very, very good question. Because um, obviously we're going to have Rumble for that. We've got a new number one contender. Yep. Contender ready. I'm definitely not stalling while I look up the schedule. Gladiator ready. Oh my God, Shadow's eyes are really big. I wonder why he's going to be fired in the second series. <laughs> I wonder how many people got that reference. I mean, anyone who's... Oh, 
what's Ulrika Johnson doing with Hunter the Gladiator? Sure. Hmm. So as we lead into wrestlemania season next week we're going to be doing the february 3rd 1997 episode of raw which features a confrontation between the two stars of our story terry funk and the executioner (laughs) so yeah so we've got basically uh we've got raw thursday raw which is going to be a lot of fun And in your house, final four, which is like, oh, why is there four? And then we've got like, you know, one more episode of Raw and then WrestleMania. Awesome. Getting into some second phase stuff here, I feel. I'm looking forward to it. Where can people find you on uh, Elon Musk's (laughs) 44 billion passion project? At Elon Musk on Twitter. Uh, fanboy rich you can find my stuff oh we might be doing some live streaming so um yeah i haven't spoken to you about this really but like, i figure that like i end up watching a lot of wrestling and so i might do some streaming a bit so yeah follow me yeah. at fanboy rich and jolly good follow us isn't it how about yourself i'm at the tax williams i am open for limited bookings oh hi now only because you know the blood bowl league's going okay it's coming <laughs> to the summer so you know the evenings are longer cool. um I am open to. I want to work a lot of tag matches. I want to work. I want to tag properly with Van Wicked over the next few months before I, you know, really get hurt or give it up. Sure. Uh, but I'm also open to comedy wrestling, singles matches. Have me on your show and commentary, managing, and uh, if the money's good enough, I'll turn up. You should have let me know about this. I was that future shock over the weekend, so I could have got you a good word with Strowman. You know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to bump for Strowman. <laughs> ha- hang on. Okay. I, I'm Milmastris. I'm not fucking going. I'm not going <laughs> fucking Strowman over. Just jump to the outside yourself again. Over yeah. it, you know. Count out at ten. <laughs> Working safe, brother. All right, this is a lot of fun, man. It's awesome. like doing person again. Like, yeah, it's not the same, but like, no, you know, no. We'll keep this going. We'll keep this train rolling, no matter what. So. Hell yeah! Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> The louder you guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you're talking. Wait just a minute. Oh! And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books.